shot. He's going to trap that arm. Nice job. He's going to get back points here. He went and hit an outside single, but he kept the arm. Only went one arm to the leg. He's going to this is five for sure, and there's the pin, Doug. So there you go. He lets him up, and about 25 seconds later, he hits what he wants. He gets the pin, a pin in 319 for Stephen Duffy. Today, it's live coverage of the D3 District Tournament in Elm Creek. High School Wrestling on King APR is brought to you by the Class Kids Sports Club. Oh, that was beautiful, Doug. He got stuffed on a shot, does shuts, and he peeks out. Now he's stuffed down in a double. He's going to finish right. He's going to put Nelson right to his back, Doug. 30 seconds to go. He's getting the near fall. The two-point takedown. He's got a 3-2 lead. He was the aggressor there, Doug. And what he did in that final sequence was he fainted to the right, came back to the left, got stuffed, and then a beautiful peek out to put himself in the position to get in that double. Dynamite job. Today's district tournament will have a new team champion as perennial power Amherst has been sent to the D2 district. Host Elm Creek is rated third while East Butler is sixth. But today is all about the individuals trying to qualify for Omaha. All the outstanding action is coming up next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first, a new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll join KKBR Sports Director Doug Duda and Larry Baker live from Elm Creek right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good afternoon, everyone. Our continuing busy Saturday of high school sports brings us to Elm Creek for the D3 District Wrestling Tournament with our producer-engineer Stacy Johns and Larry Baker. I'm Doug Duda. The weather has delayed the start of many of the districts around the state of Nebraska. We're probably about 90 minutes behind the scheduled start time. In fact, Larry, uh, we're into the heartbreak round now with the wrestlers up at 132 pounds. Yeah, Weather really across the state, Doug. Uh, it just had stopped snowing, it seems like, since Christmas. And last night was another one. The nice thing about these districts are, though, is uh, they get enough done on Friday night that they can start them a little bit later uh, and still get done at a decent time. And that's exactly what they've done here at Elm Creek. What we are going to do is we are going to give you some of the action that is going on here in these heartbreak rounds. Why we call them a heartbreak? You win here, you're in for third and fourth. You lose, your season's over, and obviously the top four wrestlers in each weight class make it to the state tournament. And so uh, you have a bevy of kids that may have lost a close one in the semifinals, let's say in that 2-3 matchup, and you're trying to uh, avoid being upset in this round. Sometimes it ends up being a a rough, rough deal if you get beat in a match that you thought you should win in the uh, semifinals. Uh, sometimes it's hard to come back here. We'll tell you who's all in the championships that have made it to state already. We will have it all coming your way, and then we're also going to update you on what else is going on. Carney and Grand Island are sitting 1-2 right now as they wrestle the consolation semifinals at the A1 district that is going out at Lincoln Southwest. We'll see what's going on at the B2 at Beatrice, the C4 out at Bridgeport, and a whole lot more. You are listening to the District Wrestling Tournament here on Classic Hits. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. 
Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop would all like to wish the Pleasanton Bulldogs best of luck this season. Visit the River Stop before and after the game to get your snacks, drinks, and even pizzas. Go Bulldogs from Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop, all of Pleasanton. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck today. Call Bailey for all your drywall projects, big or small. They take care of all your walls. From a little remodel to a new construction, Bailey Drywall is the name you need to know. See RAI in Ravenna, Shelton, or Loop City. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just your insurance agent, your friend. Best of luck, wrestlers. Town and Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town and Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. And welcome back, everyone, to uh, high school wrestling here on Classic Hits 98.9 and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you as we get ready to uh, take a look at what has been going on so far in this district wrestling tournament. And I think the best thing to do right now is just tell you kind of where we're at. Let's just get to 106 pounds, and we'll uh, break it all down for you here. Uh, we will bring you the wall-to-wall championships a little bit later on. In the finals at 106 pounds, number two-ranked Caden Mersney of Pender will take on fifth-ranked Jesse Saucida of Shelton. And in the consolation bracket, it will be North Central's Cleamsrud against Hadwiger from Pleasanton. Hadwiger, Riley Hadwiger of Pleasanton will be going to state third and fourth. At 113 pounds, sixth rank, Kobe Smith of Elm Creek will take on Dalton Donegan of South Loop. And then in the uh, consolation match here today, it'll be Kent Ray of Elwood taking on uh, Sam Turney of Shelton for third and fourth, meaning they both head on to state. At 120 pounds, Tayton Eggleston of South Loop, the top seed, ranked sixth in the state, will take on Shea Wood of Central Valley. And then in the third and fourth place match, you will have Palmer from North Central taking on Klingsporn from Axtell. Dustin going in for third and fourth. At 126 pounds in the championship, Tyler Pulowski of Pleasanton, the two-time defending state champion, will take on Josh Ibaugh of Central Valley. Ibaugh finished fifth at the state meet last year. In a different weight class, uh, he is ranked fourth. He was at 120. Pulaski was at 126. Ibaugh is ranked fourth. And then in the uh, consolation match, it will be uh, Herrick of uh, Eustace Farnham. Brian Herrick will be taking on Sandra, Connor Sandra of Fullerton. At 132 pounds of the championship, Central Valley's Enrique Martinez, ranked sixth in the state, will take on Michael Couts of Shelton. He was one of the number three seeds that came through today. One of the interesting things, Larry, is that the, there are about four weight classes where the three seed won, but the one and twos came through in just about every weight class. Yeah, and in watching it last night in, in, in this thing, chalk really kind of ran. The four or five matchups are always the big ones. Uh, uh, in those early uh, rounds and the quarters last night, but we saw the ones and the twos punch their ticket all the way through. This was an incredibly deep tournament, uh, Doug, which is why you saw that at the top it's really good, but uh, in it, it wasn't super deep. Then at 132 pounds in the consolation match, it will be Wilcox Hildreth sending a wrestler to the state tournament, Riley Rittner, and it looks like he is going to end up taking on uh, Jared Shaw 
of North Central. Shaw is just about ready to defeat Johnson of Alma, so that'll be the third and fourth place match. 138 pounds, that's where we're at right now in the heartbreak round, but in the finals, third-ranked Riley Spots of East Butler will take on Seth Simons of Stapleton at 145. Dalton Bohawk, ranked fifth of East Butler, will take on James Poland of North Central at 152 pounds. Fifth-ranked Connor Schutz of Elwood will take on Trace Ebert of North Central. At 160, fifth-ranked Brady Oliver of Pender will take on Colton Ratkovic of East Butler. 170 pounds is the toughest weight class here today, and this is where the story unfolds. Uh, Second-ranked Jared Atkinson of O'Neill St. Mary's will take on fourth-ranked Stephen Duffy of Kennesaw. The top-ranked wrestler was Devin Walker of Elm Creek, and he had to injury default out in his semifinal match against Stephen Duffy. He will be wrestling a wrestler with just one win and needing to win that to make it to the state tournament, but the two-time champion will not win districts here today. Yeah, and, and what that does, and hopefully he's healthy enough to get himself through it in this blood round, but that really makes things crazy, Doug, at the state meet because in uh, how, how that works. As you know, that's not seated. You get a first place from a district wrestling a fourth place and a second place wrestling a third place in, uh, in the first round, which means those four wrestlers are inside quarter brackets. Normally, when you have really good kids in the same district, it gets split then at the state meet. If Duffy were to win this tournament today and Walker were to get fourth in this tournament, they could very well end up... Uh, uh, meeting in the semis, other, yeah, yeah. Uh, because that's the way it'll go. You will not see, in the winner's bracket, you would not see somebody from your district until the semifinals, but all four of the guys in your district could be in the semifinals, and what it probably does, and you have to assume that if Devin gets through, he'll probably just forfeit out of the consolation match and take fourth, which will kind of hose some other kid in a different yeah, district, yeah. but he'll probably, the odds are, probably take on a rated wrestler in the first round of the state tournament, and uh, that will be for a, a lot of marbles uh, on Thursday in Omaha because Atkinson and Duffy will be somewhere else in that bracket. The positive is you are in a tough district. You are in a tough bracket. So half of the guys that uh, are giving you trouble, you wouldn't have to see until the semifinals. And Devin's taken that path before. Yeah, no question, especially when he won his first state title. Um, the thing is, is, is this, you know, you like to get the kids separated, but like you said, sometimes you can't. I know in 2008, we were up in the D2, and uh, the semifinals of that district tournament that year were the semifinals of the state tournament. All four of those guys uh, got themselves back to the semis, and they were just rematches of the week before. Well, that's what we've got at 170. Finalists at 182, another good one. Second-ranked Daniel Duffy of Kennesaw. Fourth-ranked Lane Hesse of Pender. Then you've got 195 pounds, second-ranked Preston Walker of Elm Creek, and number one, Brandon Rezac of East Butler. Walker was actually seated first, Rezac seated second, but that is the match of the day. You're going to have three good ones there, 170, 82, and 95. Yeah, and again, you know, if they truly are the two best kids in the state, the best part is they get to do it here, and they'll be separated next week. At 220 pounds, it'll be the only weight class where we do not have a state-rated wrestler in the finals or in this weight class at all. Jesse Thompson of Pender and Cole Rosencrans of O'Neill St. Mary's were the top two seeds, and they advance. And then at heavyweight, the defending state runner-up and ranked second, A.J. Skaggs of Axtell, will take on Talon Reiser of O'Neill St. Mary's, who has a record of like 7-3, and three, so hasn't wrestled all that much this year. Yeah, and the thing is, what you don't know is, is A.J. Skaggs finally healthy. He's just been in and out of the lineup this year, Doug, with some injury issues. 
Got a good one going down here with Raul Klaus of Elwood and Miguel Reese of Brady. Klaus was behind, and now he has turned Reese and put him on his back to take a 6-4 lead with a three-near fall with 45 seconds to go in the match. And Klaus, a junior with a solid 21-5 record, couldn't get into the semifinals at 138, but he is going to go to state as he picks up the pin here in the four minutes and 23 seconds. Yeah, he did a nice job. Miguel Reese from Brady was winning that match. And Raul Klaus is just going to hit a chancer, a head chancer, right on the edge of the mat. And what Raul did very well there is uh, Reese was had just about gotten off the mat, and Klaus turned him back to the center to make sure he uh, secured the fall. And then that's one of the tough ones. The Brady wrestler, a senior, uh, went away from going to state. Uh, we don't talk. We're not synonymous with stud wrestling and Brady, but uh, we, I think I want to get to another point here and let you know that 145 Xavier Perez of Elm Creek, a 21-17 and 17 freshman, taking on Dalen Russell of Alma, a 38-9 sophomore. Amherst is not here. This district, as we ran off some of the teams that are in this district, this is not the old Fort Kearney Conference and everybody else that is close around here, Cambridge and Sand Hill, Stedford, and throw out a few more. This is a lot different district, although we do have some of our uh, familiar area teams. We will have a new district champ, and Amherst is struggling a little bit up in the D2. Yeah, and, and, and that D2, oh, there's a quick pin. Holy smokes. Tucker Sherbarth of Harvard just pinned Caleb Werger of Elwood in 27 seconds. Sherbarth just 14 and 18, but remember, he was an all-state running back for Harvard uh, as they had a state runner-up in six-man football. Yeah, but back to this district, Doug, you're exactly right. The state now serpentines these districts, so we do see a lot of uh, difference. This district, for 100 years, uh, just flopped between being held at Amherst or being held at Elm Creek, and it was, in a sense, like an old Fort Kearney Conference tournament. It's not anymore. You know, we've got Pender leading the tournament today, whom is in a uh, perennial D2 uh, district. So Amherst has taken their spot. Pender came here. And Amherst is struggling a little bit today, and Pender showed up here and seems to be doing fairly well. And you don't see a dominant team here either. Uh, we'll look at that in a moment. But, Larry, explain to the, just the, the general fan what serpentining is and, and how they determine the serpentine. Well, here's how they've always done it in the past. They started west, and they just counted the schools coming west. You're in a district, and then they just start. They kept moving across the state from west to east. And they counted them up. Now what he's done is he's starting to look at um, moving the far western schools still stay far western because of the travel. So B4, C4, D4 are still the, let's say, indeed, the 20 farthest west yes. schools. And then we take the other 60 and we serpentine them. Yep, and basically what he's trying to do is he's trying to take a look at how they've done in the past, how things uh, work, and he's trying to get these guys to move around so you're not just stuck in one district forever. And so that's what you're starting to see. A has done that for quite a while. Now B, C, and D are part of that uh, as well. And, of course, everybody, you know, thumbs up, thumbs down. I know the people in Amherst, well, yeah, they're going to a tougher one for the first time. This is probably their weakest team in over a decade. That's fine. They've been outstanding. doesn't mean they're a bad team. It just means this has been a rebuilding year over at Amherst. And they could be just 20 miles down the road here at Elm Creek. Instead, they have to make the three-hour trip. Well, yeah, and, and it's the exact same as I said for Pender. Pender could be wrestling right there at home versus three hours uh, out here. I, I think it is good uh, to, to be able to mix this stuff up a little bit. I know that travel is an issue, but it is nice to mix these things up a little bit and let people see some different things. I'd l I, I wish they'd break up that C4, though, Doug. 
That's the toughest district in the state of Nebraska. Of course, our stars, Carney Catholics, out there today battling away in that thing. Loop City, you know, several area schools. Well, number one, Valentine. Number two, Broken Bow. Number seven, Ord. Yes. They're all out there. Yes. Bridgeport's and, good themselves. You know, when I was at Loop City, we, we got stuck in that district always. If we were C, we were in that district. If we were D, we were in this one. Um, and that is just a brutal, brutal district. Folks, uh, we will go down the uh, scores here. Do want to remind you, you've been listening to the Heartland Hoops Classic. That basketball is just continuing on ESPN 1460 and 1550 AM. If you're listening online at PlatteRiverPreps.com, that's where things are going on. The first games today look like this. UTAN 57, South Loop 48. Of course, South Loop wrestlers are here. Hastings St. Cecilia beat O'Neill 65-51. And York beat Omaha South 61-41. Cretna and Ponca are just underway. And then Grand Island Central Catholic will play Winnebago. And then the final games tonight will be here on Classic Hits, including Oak Hill Academy, the number two team in the country, against the number seven team in the country, Sunrise Christian, coming out of uh, Wichita, Kansas. And just had a couple more good ones uh, here down on the mat. We are going to see Shelton and Leroy Garcia leading Noah Jurgens of Brady 5 to nothing in the second period. And uh, we'll have a few more results here for you in just a minute. But as we take a look at those teams right now, as we're in the Consolation Semifinals at 152, Pender has 91.5 points. East Butler has 86. Third is North Central with 76.5. Central Valley is fourth with 72. So the top four teams are teams that are usually never in this district. Elm Creek is fifth with 68. Shelton has 65. South Loop and O'Neill St. Mary's are tied for seventh with 57 points. Elwood is ninth with 55. Axtell rounds out the top 10 with 50. Then Kennesaw, 49.5. Fullerton, 38. Pleasanton, 32.5. Brady, 26.5. Alma has 22. And those are the top 15 teams out of the 20 schools that are competing here in the D3 district at Elm Creek. We will take a break and be back with more results. Look at some of the other districts as our coverage continues on Classic Hits. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. In the market for some Galve, see Mike or Del Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galve. Citizens Bank in Loop City is a proud supporter of the area wrestlers. Citizens Bank appreciates your business. Best of luck to all the area athletes competing today. From all of us at Citizens Bank in Loop City, member FDIC. Foster Family Foods in Elm Creek is your full-service grocery store. At Foster's, your satisfaction is always our number one goal. Foster's Family Foods, the little store that's big on you. Don't let a leaky roof put a damper on your life. Doberstein Roofing will make sure your home or business is properly covered and protected. With experience since 1949, they know how to get the job done right, covering your residential and business roofs. Doberstein Roofing is the only name you need to know. Doberstein Roofing, where quality isn't expensive, it's priceless. Give them a call today, 308-234-3252. That's 308-234-3252. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, back with you here at Elm Creek in this D3 
district wrestling tournament. We are in the heartbreak round. Uh, we told you who's all in the finals, and we also let you know what was going on for third and fourth. Let's catch you up on some of those third and fourth place matches right now, and we will pick up where we left off at 138 pounds. Wrestling for third and fourth, meaning they made it to state, will be uh, Pocorny of uh, Cedar Valley taking on Klaus. We told you Raul Klaus of Elwood was able to uh, pick up the win, and so he will be taking on Trigger Pocorny of Cedar Valley. At 145 pounds, we told you about Tucker Sherbarth of Harvard getting the win there over Werger of Elwood, and he will be taking on Dayton Russell of Alma, who came in as the two seed and was beaten in the semifinals. At 152 pounds, we've just seen uh, Elm Creek's uh, Luke McEwen come away with a win in a pin in 40 seconds, so he will take on either Garcia of Shelton or Jurgens of Brady, and I think that just uh, finished up in the favor of Garcia of Shelton. So that's where we're at at 152 pounds. We're in the consolation semifinals at 160. Yeah, Joseph Felix from Alma wrestling Braden Gomez from Axtell. Felix 28 and 11 as a junior, and Gomez is a senior 18 and four. And of course, Gomez at 160 pounds uh, in a good, good district over there. Uh, he had the big win over Walker at uh, conference, and now uh, he is wrestling down at 160 pounds and got beat by Ratkovic of East Butler. Uh, kind of an early pin in that match. So, uh, Braden trying to get into state, which um, he should, but he's down two to nothing here. I mean, this is a big one, Larry. I mean, Felix is huge. 28 and 11, and Gomez is 18 and four. Yeah, huge. And and Gomez has got some some. Some of those wins he has are pretty credentialed, Doug. Uh, he got taken down immediately and really ridden pretty tough here. Felix is doing a tremendous job. He's got a cradle locked up. Doug, it's right at the end of the period. He's going to get some backs out of it. He's going to get two for sure. Another thing I noticed here that we'll point out, do have a couple of young officials. are starting to get more yeah. of them trying to get uh, rotated in here, and they don't necessarily go close to home anymore either. No, they'll move them around, and, and that is good. Uh, Our officials today, Tony Cordova, not young, Caleb Holt, Alex Bushow, and Isaac Bulgarian. don't know Isaac, so I'll pre- po- uh, apologize if I didn't get that last name right, but those are the officials here today. Big blast double there for Gomez. He's not going to go easily, so he gets it to 4-2. Felix better get to moving. Gomez looks like he means business here. He's got his own cradle. Not quite locked up. He's got his head in the side. He's working for it. Again, got a win to get in. Consolation semifinals. Then Gomez loses at hold, and they're going to get a reversal back for Felix, so 6-2. to two. Yeah, Gomez looks incredibly explosive, Doug. When he pulls the trigger, he's awful good there, but just a little bit slow in these spots. That's kind of his M.O. We've seen him... I mean, he's so fast winning the sprints in the Class D state track meet. We saw what he could do on the football field when healthy. Again, he's got that huge brace on his right knee. Uh, I think it's just something that's been hampering him his entire senior year. And now got to gut it out here, and you're not taking on a slouch. Sometimes you're just taking on a kid that filled out a bracket. That's not the case here for Gomez. He's on a restart on bottom 6-2, to two, and Felix from Alma going to try and finish him off here. Yeah, Gomez was really slow going to the center there, Doug. I think you're right. I don't know that he's completely healthy. Another cradle. Gomez is getting swipes. Or, excuse me, Felix. The official's holding two. It's going to be eight to two for sure. And he hasn't given that up yet either. He might be able to turn him again. Now Gomez trying to come to his feet. 
But you can't fall behind too far here. Even if you are explosive, you're already, I mean, that five-point move still doesn't catch you up. No, you're down by six right now, and he's getting turned in another, the same cradle. He's got to move off the bottom. Felix is doing a great job here. He's going to get a five count. It's going to be 11 to 2. 35 seconds to go in the second period. You're listening to District Wrestling on KKPR-FM, Carney Axtell, Alma, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Now Gomez is in trouble of getting pinned. Now Felix is doing a really nice job. You see how he's uh, being very, very patient here, Doug, taking his time. Oh, that's big trouble. Well, he really tried to stack him up, and now Gomez is going to scissor and might get some reversal. Eh? No, he's not going to. Yeah, Gomez just isn't moving at all. Man, two great athletes from the Fort Kearney Conference and Devin Walker and Braden Gomez having a rough day here today. Yeah, and you see Gomez walking over again. He just looks like there's something bugging him. There he grabbed his ribs. He's got to make his choice here. He's asking... I think that's the right thing to go both up. He doesn't want to go under Felix again. He's been turned. Doesn't look very confident, though, as he walks back to the center circle. It's more of a shoulder shrug. Yep, it's 11-2. to two. He's going to be looking for the home run shot right now, Larry. Yeah, he's absolutely going to have to. There, blast double. Takes him down. I'd let him up. Yeah, you're not going to get anything turned out of this. No, yeah, he stuck a leg in the crossbody ride. This is a time eater. I don't know that Felix can defend that blast double. He's shot it twice, finished it both times. But Felix is in great shape. He hasn't been worn for stalling. He could probably lay there for the final nine seconds. Yeah, that crossbody ride just sucks time. And even it's, it's tough to pin somebody with it. You start getting back points, but once you get three, then you've got to completely let go of the hold, and that takes more time. We're down to about minute ten now. And Gomez is going to get reversed. Right and he's going to get reversed to his back. And I think Felix is going to finish it now. Yep, I think so. There it is. It's going to be Joseph Felix of Alma pitting Braden Gomez in three minutes and 57 seconds. Gomez was ranked third in the state, fourth in the state by some publications coming in to the district tournament and will be one of the young men that does not make it to state. We are going to take a break here and be back with more results. We will start looking at what's going on in the other districts, including the A1 with Kearney High and Grand Island, the C4 with Kearney Catholic, and a lot more after this. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Taking this time to say congratulations, Whippets, and best of luck on the mat. We're so proud of you. This wrestling update is proudly sponsored by the gang at Belchner Custom Meats in Amherst. Looking for a new career or a career change? Call Casey at Belchner's today and find out how you can begin a great job right now at Belchner Custom Meats in Amherst. Best of luck, wrestlers. Larry's Market in Shelton provides you with fresh foods, your own hometown party supplies, and deli sandwiches. Everything you need in Shelton. Why shop anywhere but Larry's Market in Shelton? Best of luck, wrestlers. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. 
Call State Farm Agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams is your full-service grocery store with the meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service, Adams Corner Market. Doug Duda, Larry Baker back with you here at the D3 District Wrestling Tournament going on at Elm Creek. We are in the consolation semifinals right now, but let's take a look at what's going on in the A1 District, which is being... uh, Wrestled out at Lincoln Southwest. They are currently about done with the consolation semifinal round. Carney High, 169.5 points, and Grand Island has 126. Let's tell you where the Bearcats and Islanders are at this moment as far as sending wrestlers to state. Carney lost their 106 pounder, Dalen Ritchie, who they expected to go to state. He was beaten in the heartbreak round. Uh, Braden Smith is in the finals for Kearney High. At 120, Riley Steele will be wrestling for third and fourth at 126. Number one ranked Philip Movie is in the finals at 132 pounds. You have Colton Kowalik of Kearney moving into third and fourth at 138. Nick James is in the finals. Deontay Wilson's in the finals at 145. At 152, Judd Kuchera Injury defaulted out, and he will not be going to the state meet. He was uh, defeated uh, in the – he won his quarterfinal match, but uh, was not able to uh, finish against Colton Silva of Grand Island in the semifinals. At 160 pounds, Gus Franzen of Kearney is in for third and fourth. Matt Oliphant is in for third and fourth at 170. At 182, Steve Byerman is in the finals. At 195, Sean Jackson is in the finals. At 220 – Connor Brown will be getting ready to wrestle the consolation semifinals, and then Lee Harrington is in the finals at heavyweight. And we have Walker now trying to win his third and fourth place match, and it looks like uh, Devin is going to get the job done there on the bum knee. What would you think, Larry? Well, it was rough. I mean, he, he's really struggled just to walk out there. He's struggling getting off the mat now. Uh, the, the, the wrestler that he had was 1-19, just a freshman. He was able to just kind of neck whip him over and pin him, but he is, I, I would be very surprised if he wrestles in the finals, Doug. Yeah, uh, third and fourth is what he's trying to do. The two-time defending state champion from uh, Elm Creek just now trying to get to Omaha. Short turnaround before you have to wrestle on Thursday. Back to the A1 district for Grand Island. Alicio Ramirez of Grand Island is in the finals. Juan Pedro at 113. Finals. Kobe Lucas-Savage, 120. Finals. 126. Brody Arents has been eliminated. 132, Zach Kuda is in the finals. 138, Jacob Sheldon was defeated in the heartbreak round. Emerson Abina at 145 pounds. He is sent packing as he was upset in the uh, semi-fi- consolation semifinals. Colton Sliva is in the finals at 152. At 160, Aiden Williams wins the heartbreak round. He'll go in for third and fourth. Isaiah Darris. At 170 is a finalist. At 182, Dalen Kalevone is into the third and fourth match. Oscar Richter at 195 is into the third and fourth match. Gabe Sanchez at 220 will be wrestling in the consolation semifinals. And then Ethan McPhillips, who lost to Lee Harrington to the semis, will also be in the consolation semifinal match. So that's what's going on at the A1 district at Lincoln Southwest. Back to action here. You've got Caleb Semph of Axtell against Trevor Young of Wilcox-Hildreth in the consolation semifinals at 182 pounds. And it looks like we're tied 2-2 as the first period coming to an end. Young 
had sent on his back but was not able to complete the pin, and he's going to get two near falls, so it's going to be 4-2 to two in favor of the sophomore Trevor Young of Wilcox-Hildred. Yeah, at this time of the season, at 182 pounds, it's not very often you get two young bucks just like that. That should be three near fall. I don't have any idea why the official only gave two there, Doug. Trevor Young should get three there. They are into the finals in the B2 district going on at Beatrice, and they are at the 138-pound final. Connor Lauchs of Hastings leading Nolan Berry of Adams Central 5 to nothing towards the end of the second period. Yeah, he beat Lauchs beat Berry 8-1. to one. So the final there. Northwest 170. Hastings, the number one team in the state, 167.5. Then Skyler, Beatrice, and Elkhorn rounding out the top five. Aurora is eighth with 85.5. Adam Central is ninth with 84.5. We can go ahead and look at uh, some of those results so far and uh, tell you what's going on. As you pull those up, Doug, just uh, state team races, you know, the district tournament really matters in those. you got to get guys down there to Omaha to be able to win that thing. And in both Class A and Class B, we've seen some little shakeup here when you think about that. We have talked all year about Kearney potentially winning Class A and being one of those top teams. Their, their chances took some shots today with a couple guys they lost, losing their six-pounder, losing Kuchera. Those are guys that were going to score points down there. Northwest loses uh, their freshman 106-pounder. Grady Aarons didn't go. Hastings, junior 106-pounder with over 30 wins, doesn't qualify as well. So when you start looking at this, the the, the state pictures uh, start to get painted a little bit. Boy, we got a heck of a scramble going on. Caleb Semp hit the under-double underhook here, and he threw Trevor Young to his back. Then Young got off of it, but Semp locked him up again. In a minute to go in the second period, Caleb is up 8-5, to five, and now he finishes it with the pin. 57 seconds to go here in the second period. So a 2-0-3 pin, and Caleb Semp, a freshman from Axtell, is going to head to state at 182 pounds. Yeah, and like I said you got a freshman and a sophomore at 182 pounds down there. You don't see that very often. We will look at how the teams are doing in the B2 at Beatrice right after this timeout. Harland County Health System and Heartland Family Medicine in Alba would like to take this time to wish all the state wrestlers the very best of luck. Congratulations on all the hard work it took you to get there. Harland County Health Systems and Heartland Family Medicine in Alba, your county, your health care, close to home. Axman Heating and Air Conditioning is your independent Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding areas. They remind you that now's the time to conduct spring and summer checks on your air conditioning units, getting you ready for the warm season ahead. Axman has all the Lennox models. Best of luck, athletes. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw has your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Berg Insurance Company in Kennesaw. They've been protecting this area for over 50 years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. Ravenna Sanitation's dependable quality service is perfect for your home or business anywhere in Buffalo County. Find us in the Pleasanton phone book. Good luck to all our area wrestlers from Ravenna Sanitation. Demilico is your one stop for your screen printing, embroidery, and promotional needs. Family reunions, construction companies, and softball teams all look better after a trip to Demilico and Kearney. Good luck, wrestlers, from Demilico Sports Fashions, just south of the 2nd Avenue overpass in Kearney. 
First Bank and Trust Company in Minden provides the latest technology with a personal touch. Minden's First Bank and Trust Company is a leader in online and mobile banking, including mobile deposit right from your smartphone. Local bank, local decisions. Local means us. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden. It's what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, wrestlers. And welcome back to District Wrestling Coverage. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, live in Elm Creek, where we are winding down the consolation semifinals, and they will take a break, and we'll bring you the championships and the consolation finals as well. I want to keep updating you on other districts. We go to the B2 down in Beatrice for Adams Central at 106 pounds. Tristan Obermiller finishes in fourth at 106 at 113. Devin Ackles was eliminated in the heartbreak round. Blake Frank at 120 was eliminated in the second round of wrestlebacks. Cameron Court at 126 finishes in fourth at 132 pounds. Malachi Hood finishes in fourth. Nolan Berry is the runner-up to Connor Laux at 138 pounds. Laux won that 8-1 to one at 145 pounds. That's where they're at right now. Caleb Ackles of Adams Central is in the finals, so he's going to state. At 160, Cody Nihans has been eliminated. At 170, Blaine Pleak has been eliminated. At 220, Caden Sauer eliminated. And the heavyweight, Zach Wiskowski, is into the finals at 285 pounds for Adams Central setting ninth in the team race right now. For Aurora, 106 pounds, Caden Swoboda finishes third, 113 pounds, Harley Beckman finishes fourth to get in the top four, go to state. Caleb Trumbull at 120, beaten in the heartbreak round. Trevor Cluck at 126 is a district champion. At 132, Kobe Wessels finishes into the consolation semifinal round. He is going to finish in... You lose in the heartbreak round, I guess, excuse me. So that's where uh, Wessels is eliminated. At 138, Cody Bankston is eliminated in the consolation semifinals. At 145, Seth Wonk will finish in fourth place for Aurora. At 152, Carter Persley finishes in fourth. At 160, Donovan Dibburn has been eliminated. At 170, Eric Colazzo has been eliminated. 182, Isaac Stein is out. At 195, Meyer Sykes is out. Dylan Wiarda at 220 is out, and the heavyweight Brady Papadal is also out for Aurora. And I'll tell you, with Aurora, Doug, Caden Sabota, just a freshman, had two of the biggest upsets in in kind of the district uh, uh, play this weekend so far. He's the seven seed or whatever. He beats Tristan Obermiller last night in the quarterfinals from Adam Central, uh, whom we know is 33 and seven, but he was the three seed. Then to get into the state tournament, he's got to wrestle Dylan Miller from Hastings, a 33-match winner, a junior, and he was the five seed, so he had to beat the three and the five to get himself to the state meet as a freshman. For Hastings High, Dylan Miller, as you heard, was eliminated with a record of 33-15 and 15 in the heartbreak round. Bryce Brown is your district champion at 113 at 120. Blaine Kyle, the district champ at 126. Isaac Hunsley is the runner-up. Mason Brumbaugh at 132, district runner-up. Connor Laux, 138, your district champion. 145, Joel Smith finishes in third. Luke Wilkie at 152 was eliminated in the heartbreak round. Joe Keel at 160 eliminated in the third round of consolation. Damon Pape of Hastings will be wrestling in the finals. At 182, Kyle Pattern was eliminated in the heartbreak round. At 195, Evan Marara eliminated. Added heavyweight Josh Kihias was eliminated 
in the heartbreak round today for Hastings. Also in that B2 district is Grand Island Northwest at 106 pounds. As we mentioned, Grady Aarons was eliminated in the heartbreak round at 113. Colin Quant gets third at 120. Grayson Freeze is the runner-up at 126. Jack Butler eliminated. Hayden Fright at 132. Uh, eliminated in the heartbreak. Or no, excuse me. Yeah, Hayden was eliminated in the heartbreak round. Austin Cooley at 138, eliminated. Brady Bosch at 145, eliminated in the heartbreak round. At 152, Dalton Quant will be wrestling in the championships. Dylan Friesen at 160 was eliminated in the heartbreak. Blake Westerby is in the 170 final. Jeb South, 182 final. Grady Grease, 195 final. 220, Cooper Kaiser's in the final. And at heavyweight, Marcus Martinez is also in the final. Remember a few years ago when Northwest was yes, strong in the little guys? Now right. it's all the upper weights. Look at all those district finalists. And I'll tell you, this, that district team race-wise uh, has really been exciting. Northwest has had about a 20-point lead the entire day. And as we stand here right now, Northwest now trails. Uh, they've got 170 points. Hastings just took the lead at 171.5. But Northwest has got all those hammers up top here as we move through these finals. Yeah, Hastings is about done. I mean, it's almost a lock that Northwest is going to win that district title. And, Doug, that's a big deal with what's going on there right now. You know, they win the Central 10 for the first time in 30-some years. Now they're going to win this district. And depending on what happens tonight when these draws come out, they put themselves in position to be a stone's throw from a trophy uh, next week. Let's take a look at what else is going on around the area uh, as far as the uh, B4 is going on just down the road uh, in Gothenburg. And uh, we'll get an opportunity maybe here to see what's going on there. We also want to go out to the C4. And we get a pretty nice matchup right here on the third and fourth place match. Looks like uh, Marshall Still of South Loop is going to pin Keaton Trampy of Elm Creek to go to state at 220. Yeah, awful quick, too. I mean, that uh, took about... 10 seconds. We'll take a break. Be back with more from the D3 District Wrestling Tournament right after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers in state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. Best of luck, wrestlers, from Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed, your yield leaders. Find a New Tech Seed dealer in your area. Proud to support our area wrestlers. Klingelhofer Well Drilling in Amherst would like to take this time to wish the area wrestlers the best of luck. Klingelhofer is a very proud supporter of high school athletics and academics. Try hard, do your best, and that makes you a winner on and off the mat. Good luck, Amherst wrestlers and coaches from Klingelhofer Well Drilling. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain and Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best price for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. Stop into Aurora Co-op. Get all you need to keep the farm going. You can find an Aurora Co-op near you. Aurora Co-op, a proud sponsor of all area wrestlers. Best of luck at state. Let's go out to Bridgeport via the internet and let you know what's going on in the C4 sub or C4 district wrestling tournament for Carney Catholic. At 106 pounds, and they are still wrestling the consolation semis, but Gabe Hilliard will wrestle for third and fourth. 
at 113. Caleb Handy has been eliminated. Chris Felder at 120 pounds was eliminated in the heartbreak round. Lane Shires will wrestle for third and fourth at 126. Clay Gilg was eliminated at 132. At 138, Zach Rogers was on the wrong end of an upset there in the semifinals against uh, Julian Raymond of Valentine. Close, it might not have been an upset, but it was a heck of a match. It went 12-11. Zach is able to win his consolation semifinal match, and so uh, he will be in for third and fourth. At 145, Joel Poland was eliminated in the heartbreak round. Jackson Dakey at 152, Cole Conrad at 160. Both eliminated. Matt Feldner at 182 is into the finals. And at 195, Jake Gappa is a winner. Even though it was over Colton Duda, uh, he is going to go to the uh, state tournament. So uh, Jake gets the win after beating, getting beat by Ethan Gabriel in the semis at 195 out of the C4, a meat grinder. Brutal. There's several of those weights, but they're, you know what? And, and in Class C, a lot of tournaments that we've been around uh, this year, Doug, that 95 weight is just loaded. See what else is going on uh, out there at the uh, C4 district. Uh, teams that uh, we want to look at. Let's see what uh, Minden has done here uh, today. See if we can find you a state qualifier for the uh, Minden Whippets. Dawson Holston at 138 pounds has made it into the uh, third place match. And uh, that looks like that's about it so far for a Minden. Looks like they're going to have one qualifier today out of that C4 district, but at least they've got a few more kids in the room this year. Yeah. For Ravenna, we take a look at what they've got going on. At 113 pounds, Quentin Ackley was defeated in the consolation semifinal round. Jaden Treffer will be in for a third and fourth at 120 pounds. Other Ravenna wrestlers that are trying to advance on at 170 pounds, Alex Chapa. A winner, so he will move on for third and fourth place as well. And then their heavyweight, Sheridan Schlitz, was defeated in the heartbreak round for Ravenna. What do we got going on back here at Elm Creek, Larry? Yeah, Logan Gustafson, he's just 11-13 and 13 from Fullerton, is in kind of a battle with uh, Alex Slagle, a 30-12 and 12 junior from Shelton. And Slagle now leads 4-1. to one. There's a minute left in the second, but Slagle has been in trouble many, many times. Let's take a look at what's going on for Amherst up at the D2 meet uh, going on at Oakland. And 406-pounder Tyler Kratzer was eliminated in the uh, third round of consolation. Paxton Hauser was eliminated in the 113 second round at 120. Isaiah Shields was defeated in the semifinals one to nothing, but does take third place. At 126, Cooper Johnson is out at 132. Morgan Shields is out at 138. Riley Galloway. Uh, is defeated in the heartbreak round in the consolation semis. At 145, Sam Florell was beaten by Colby Coons in the semifinals, and then Florell wins his consolation semifinal match. He'll be in for third and fourth. Jaron Potts was eliminated in the heartbreak round. Trace Bosch will be in the finals at 160. At 170, Cole Stokebrand was eliminated in the heartbreak round. At 182, Ethan Brock is out. Drew Bogard is going to wrestle for third and fourth at 195, and Aaron Erwiller is out. There is not going to be, this will be the smallest contingent of Broncos to Omaha in well over a decade. Yeah, it's been a while since uh, they, they haven't had to take a bus. We are bringing you action from the D3 District Wrestling Tournament and giving you updates from around the area. I think we've hit most of the other districts that are involving a lot of our teams, so let's take a break, and we'll be back and update you what's going on here at the D3 after this. Locally owned and operated since 1883, 
a tradition of community banking. Full-service banking with a strong dedication to their local community is what Minden Exchange Bank is all about. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. At Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, and McCain. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare plans. Best of luck, wrestlers. First Tier Bank is proud to support the area wrestlers. Online banking is one of the many services at First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge. An equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work to make the team. The lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry the rest of their lives. And finally, a word of thanks to the teachers and the coaches. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Office equipment, supplies, and service. That's what LaserTech of Nebraska offers you. LaserTech, putting the serve back in service. Doing what can't be done every day and the impossible with two days' notice. LaserTech in sunny downtown Shelton. We are coming up on the break here at the D3 District Wrestling Meet. The heartbreak round is about over. They will take a break so that wrestlers have the uh, a proper time to get rested up. And then they will have the two-bat system. The championships of the third and fourth place matches will be going on. We will take a break with them. Don't forget the Heartland Hoops Classic. And we're going to go through everything here before we uh, take that break from the D3. Don't forget the Heartland Hoops Classic continuing right now with Gretna and Ponca on ESPN 1460 and 1550 AM, followed by Central Catholic and Winnebago at 4. And then the final games, final three after our wrestling, will be back here at around 545 uh, with the basketball action tonight here on Classic Hits. Already today, UTAN beat South Loop 57-48. St. Cecilia over O'Neill 65-51. And York beat Omaha South 61-41. Uh, quick rundown, and uh, Larry may pipe in with a couple of comments here, but uh, we're going to run down the last names of the kids and where they're wrestling. At 106 pounds, the championship, Mersney of Pender, Sacita of Shelton, third and fourth, Hadwiger of Pleasanton, and Clemsrud, Thomas Clemsrud of North Central. 113 pounds in the final, Smith of Elm Creek and Donegan of South Loop. Ray of Elwood will take on Turney of Shelton for third and fourth. Again, if you're in these top four, you're going to state. 120 pounds, Eggleston of South Loop, Wood of Cedar Valley. In the third and fourth place match, Klingsport of Axtell will take on Palmer of North Central. At 126, two-time defending state champion Tyler Pulaski of Pleasanton against Ibaugh of Cedar Valley, third and fourth, Sonderup of Fullerton and Herrick of Eustace Farnham. Just one of those two. Those third and fourth place matches become pretty big uh, when you get into a tough weight bracket like we have on a couple of them here, including the 126-pounder. No question. It really becomes important now that you're in, okay? The ticket's punch. You get to go to state. It's very important to set yourself up next week. 132-pounder finals. Martinez of Cedar Valley and Counts of Shelton. And then in third and fourth, Rittner of Wilcox, Hildreth Shaw of North Central. Stapleton's Samana, Simons, excuse me, will take on spots of East Butler at 138. In the consolation, third and fourth, Pocorny of Cedar Valley and Klaus of Elwood. At 145, Bohawk of East Butler will take on Poland of North Central in the championship. Sherbarth of Harvard will then take on Russell of Alma for third and fourth. At 152 pounds, Schutz of Elwood against Ebert of North Central in the final. Third and fourth, Garcia of Shelton and McEwen of Elm Creek. 
at 160 pounds. Final, Oliver of Pender and Ratkovic of East Butler. And third and fourth, Robertson of South Loop and Felix of Alma. 170 in the final. This is the toughest weight bracket here. Atkinson of O'Neill St. Mary's against Duffy. Stephen Duffy of Kennesaw. Third and fourth will be two-time defending state champion Devin Walker of Elm Creek and McCurdy of Alma, but we do not expect Walker to wrestle in this match. He injured his knee in the semifinal against Duffy and came out and did what he had to do just to get into the third and fourth place match. Yeah, I do not expect to see him, Doug. It'll be treatment city all week to get him ready to go for next Thursday. At 182 pounds, Daniel Duffy will be in the finals for Kennesaw against Hess of Pender. Third and fourth, Sent of Axtell and Woodridge of Shelton. 195 final. It'll be Preston Walker of Elm Creek against Rezac of East Butler. And then in the consolation, we are going to have Marino of Pender taking on the winner of the Bloomer of South Loop and Lugo of Alma match, which is just about ready to go. 220. Thompson of Pender will be in the finals against Rosencrantz of O'Neill St. Mary's in the third and fourth place, still of South Loop against Slagle of Shelton. And at heavyweight, A.J. Skaggs of Axtell will take on Riser of O'Neill St. Mary's. And right here we have Prasoski of Fullerton advancing to state by pinning Swartward of Elm Creek. And Simons of Harvard taking on Pender Sanuski to see who goes into the uh, final match there at heavyweight. We'll take a final break. Be back in a moment. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They've been providing insurance solutions to their customers in south-central Nebraska since 1885. Good luck, wrestlers. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and surrounding areas rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed rep. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. Best of luck at state to all the wrestlers and coaches from Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer dealer. The Shelton Locker and Shelton is a very proud sponsor of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck on the mats. Looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people? Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, go Bulldogs. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dents and door dings, auto glass replacement, unicure spray baking booth that simulates a factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality baked finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden. The Clipper is happy to sponsor our local teams on the radio. You can also read about this event and all other accomplishments on our Gibbon, Wood River, Shelton, and Centura students in the Clipper. We are proud of our schools and help celebrate success in the pages of the Clipper every week. Subscribe to the Clipper today. Visit clipperpubco.com for more information. Like, follow, and share us on Facebook. We give away free picture downloads from our weekly picture gallery. Our towns, our people. The Clipper. Here are the team scores heading into the final round of the D3 District Wrestling Tournament. And our 21st place team, SCM, with 7 points. And Selma 20th with 10. Eustace Farnham, 19th with 14. Wilcox Hildreth does have a qualifier there in 18th with 17 points. Stapleton, 17th place with 20 points. Brady is in 16th with 26.5. Harvard also has a qualifier with 28. Pleasanton is in 14th with 32.5 with Pulaski in the finals. Alma is 13th with 41. Fullerton is 12th with 45. Kennesaw with the Duffy boys are in 11th with 49 and a half. Your top 10, Elwood is 10th with 55. A tied for 8th, O'Neill, St. Mary's, and Axtell have 57. Central Valley, who has three kids in the finals, 
will be sitting in seventh with uh, 72 points. I think they only brought five kids, Coach Lammers was telling me, right, and four of them are going to go to state, I believe it is. Three in the finals and one of the consolations. South Loop is sixth with 74. In the top five, North Central, 76.5. Elm Creek is fourth with 82. Shelton and East Butler are now tied for the second-place trophy with 86. And Pender leads the way with 98. And a half points, very rare to go into a final round with somebody not having well over 100 points. Oh, I, Doug, I can tell you right now, if you were to go back and look, in the last 20 years, you probably haven't seen a district uh, point total this low. Unique. Well, one of the reasons we didn't have a full bracket, as many, as many matches early on last night where you could score points, a lot more buys, probably not as many wrestlers in this tournament, but also, uh, even though East Butler is ranked sixth in the state and Elm Creek third as a team, you didn't have a, a powerhouse team depth-wise. Elm Creek has some of those heavy hitters, but as far as depth, East Butler probably a little bit more on that side. Yeah, and, and you, the buys were what did what held the point total down. There were some of these kids that were in the semifinals without having wrestled a match. Well, all that's the same on the backside. All those buys are there, too. That's how it happens. So, as I said earlier, this district might not be super deep, but as you see, when you look at where we're at state ranks-wise, things like that in these finals, these finals are, are uh, pretty star-studded, to tell you the truth. We will have these finals with two rated kids, 106, second-ranked Mersney of Pender, fifth-ranked Sasita of Shelton, 126, top-ranked Pulaski of Pleasanton, fourth-ranked Ibaugh of Central Valley. Then you'll slide down to the bigger weights at 170, second-ranked Atkinson of O'Neill St. Mary's, fourth-ranked Stephen Duffy of Kennesaw. At 182, second-ranked Daniel Duffy of Kennesaw, fourth-ranked Lane Hess of Pender. 195, number one versus number two, Rezac of East Butler taking on Preston Walker of Elm Creek. And those will be the ones where we have rated wrestlers going against each other. But at 70, 82, 95 in heavyweight, we have the number two wrestler in the state. We have two of the number ones in Pulaski at 126 and Rezac at 195. Yeah, that's why I said, I mean, there's, there's dudes that can hit it out of the park all over these finals. We're going to take a little break, get things set situated here for the finals be back in about 15 to 20 minutes we'll keep you updated on what else is going on again carney and grand island right now at the a1 or one and two hastings and northwest are one and two by just two points but it looks like northwest is going to win that district uh down in beatrice and uh we will take a break stay here more d3 district wrestling on classic hits 98.9 Proceeding has been a KKPR Sports Production, brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com. The following is another Classic Hits Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school wrestling. Duffy's in deep on a shot. He's going to trap that arm. Nice job. He's going to get back points here. He went and hit an outside single, but he kept the arm. Only went one arm to the leg he's gonna this is five for sure and there's the pin Doug so there you go he lets him up and about 25 seconds later he hits what he wants he gets the pin a pin in 319 for Stephen Duffy today it's live coverage of the D3 district tournament in Elm Creek high school wrestling on KKPR is brought to you by the class kids sports club oh that was beautiful Doug he got stuffed on a shot the shuts and he peeks out now he's stuffed down in a double He's going to finish right. He's going to put Nelson right to his back, Doug. 30 seconds to go. He's getting the near fall. The two-point takedown. He's got a 3-2 lead. He was the aggressor there, Doug. And what he did in that final sequence was he fainted to the right, came back to the left, got stuffed, and then a beautiful peek out to put himself in the position to get in that double. Dynamite job. 
Today's district tournament will have a new team champion as perennial power Amherst has been sent to the D2 district. Host Elm Creek is rated third while East Butler is sixth. But today is all about the individuals trying to qualify for Omaha. All the outstanding action is coming up next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first, a new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll join KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda and Larry Baker live from Elm Creek right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Welcome back, everyone, to the D3 District Wrestling Tournament here in Elm Creek. Doug Duda, Larry Baker. We had about an hour of coverage from 2 to 3 in the Consolation Wrestlebacks and updating you what's going on in other districts across the state. But now, Larry, we are ready to wrestle it out. The guys that are wrestling here in this next hour, hour and a half, have already punched their ticket to Omaha. Now it's depending on where they're seated and maybe having an opportunity to win medals down at Omaha. Yeah, no doubt about it, Doug. And, and this, these finals... <clears throat> They really are kind of star-studded. We only have one weight where we don't have a rated guy. And at many of these weights, we have two rated guys. And we're going to come right out of the shooter to 106 pounds with the number two kid in the state and the number five kid in the state. And we've got a number one, number two matchup later on uh, in these finals. Yep, Caden Mersney of Pender will take on Jesse Sasita of Shelton at 106 pounds. At 126, two-time defending champ, uh, junior Tyler Pulaski of Pleasanton against Josh Ibaugh of Central Valley. Then we slide down to the heavier weights. 170 was the toughest bracket here. Number two, Jared Atkinson of O'Neill St. Mary's will take on number four, Stephen Duffy of Kennesaw. Number one and two-time champion Devin Walker injured his knee in the Duffy match and uh, will be in for third and fourth, but we doubt that he'll wrestle because of that injury. At 182, second-ranked Daniel Duffy of Kennesaw and fourth-ranked Lane Hess of Pender. And the one-versus-two matchup is at 195 pounds. Brandon Rezac of East Butler, Preston Walker, of Elm Creek. Some other rated wrestlers from our area. Kobe Smith of Elm Creek. Tayton Eggleston of South Loop. Also uh, from the listening area, you uh, slide on down to Connor Schutz of Elwood at 152 pounds. You've also got A.J. Skaggs, the heavyweight of Axtell, the defending state runner-up. We will take a break and get ready for the championships right after this. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. RAI in Ravenna, Shelton, or Loop City. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just your insurance agent, your friend. Best of luck, wrestlers. Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop would all like to wish the Pleasanton Bulldogs best of luck this season. Visit the River Stop before and after the game to get your snacks, drinks, and even pizzas. Go Bulldogs from Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop, all of Pleasanton. 
Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck today. Call Bailey for all your drywall projects, big or small. They take care of all your walls. From a little remodel to a new construction, Bailey Drywall is the name you need to know. Town and Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town and Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed, your yield leaders, proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. As we get ready for the 106-pound matches, it will be Mersney of Pender and Saucida of Shelton. And then the third and fourth place match. We're waiting to get the 106-pounders. We kind of saw this coming. Track yeah. does not match up with what these guys want to do right now. And they, yeah. and they just called him. I do. Yeah, we're going to have it, all the best late plans are there until you get uh, until you get what you want. But I don't know why the 113 third-place match would be out there unless we've got an uh, injury default at 106. Yeah, not sure what's going on. They wanted to do them all on one mat and keep championship on one side and uh, consolation on the other. And you've got to know what you're doing when you run track wrestling to get that to work. Or you end up with the... Uh, track wrestling um, delay that we get sometimes, and that's Which is, clearly where we're at. It's okay, because track wrestling has made uh, it so much more fun to uh, to cover the sport of wrestling and easier to cover. Tell us a little bit about what else is going on today. Well, a, a big deal, Doug, in, in that uh, B2 district, as we thought Northwest probably going to win that thing. You've got Hastings, the number one team in Class B in that district. Right now, as we sit, Hastings has 177.5 points. Northwest is in second at 176 points. The last match of the day is being wrestled with Zach Waskowski from Adams Central wrestling Marcos Martinez from Northwest. The, they are in the third period, and it is one-to-one. So you get four points for winning plus bonus here. So if Marcos Martinez wins... Uh, Northwest will be a district champion, Doug. So this is a big deal. The entire district title comes down to the heavyweight match. That makes it fun. Yeah, and they're in the third period. As I said, it's one-to-one. Especially since we have uh, two of our area wrestlers. We do want to remind folks that our annual Classic Hits Wrestling Rally will be held tomorrow, 3 o'clock, here on Classic Hits. We'll be talking with area coaches, Ross Halford of Husker, Matt, and, of course, some of our state qualifiers. Always fun. Yeah, that's one of the best events in the uh, state every year, Doug, what you guys do to give those kids and those coaches a chance to be spotlighted and have their day. The wrestling roundup is a big deal. So 42 seconds left, or at least according to track, and the score is still one-to-one. Maybe they'll need a little extra time down there in Beatrice to decide who's going to win the B2 district title. I said, interesting, Hastings High has to root for Adams Central in this particular match. Yes. We've seen that happen at wrestling meets before when you have to root for somebody else. Let's go ahead and take another break here. They are still trying to get the uh, technicalities worked out, so we'll be back with more from the D3 meet in a moment. Foster Family Foods in Elm Creek is your full-service grocery store. At Foster's, your satisfaction is always our number one goal. Foster's Family Foods, the little store that's big on you. Don't let a leaky roof put a damper on your life. Doberstein Roofing will make sure your home or business is properly covered and protected. 
With experience since 1949, they know how to get the job done right, covering your residential and business roofs. Doberstein Roofing is the only name you need to know. Doberstein Roofing, where quality isn't expensive, it's priceless. Give them a call today, 308-234-3252. That's 308-234-3252. In the market for some Galvay, see Mike or Del Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Girls from Taubenheim Galvay. And welcome back to High School Wrestling, the D3 District Tournament. We're ready to get things going, and two matches right now out on there, and um, looks like they couldn't figure it out on track, so Shelton actually has two wrestlers out there, the 113 runner-up and the 106 championship, Sasita of Shelton and Mersney of Pender, and we've got our first takedown, uh, Sasita of Shelton uh, able to... Uh, excuse me, they are scoreless. We go to the other one. It's Kent Ray of Elwood and Sam Turney of Shelton. Turney got the... Uh, Take down two to nothing. They will go to the second period, and they elect to go both up. Yeah, that's the 113-pound uh, consolation there with Ray and Turney. Looking at the championship, Matt Caden, Caden Mersney, 29 and two. He's a junior at 106 pounds. We don't see that very often. Rated number two in the state. Wrestles a tough schedule up there, but he's wrestling uh, Jesse Sasita, 38 and seven sophomore from Shelton, and he as well is state-rated number five. Saucita's been in on several shots. Mersney's really long, tough to finish on. There's just 20 seconds left in the first period. Got another takedown over here in the consolation match at 113 pounds. Sam Turney now up 4-0 over Ray of Elwood with a minute and a half to go in the second period. Again, all of our sporting activities can be heard online at Platt riverpreps.com platriverpreps.com our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance Kearney Lexington Holdridge and Lincoln we also have the Heartland Hoops Classic going on today Gretna and Ponca just finishing up on ESPN 1460 and 1550 followed by Winnebago and Grand Island Central Catholic, and then the basketball will return here to Classic Hits when we're done with our district wrestling, and a shot right at the end of the first period by Sasita, but he ran out of time. That's the third time he's taken Mersney right to the mat uh, just running out of real estate, Doug. He's looked really good on his feet. Mersney's going to go down here to start the second period. Saucita's going to cover. We'll see what happens here. Saucita's definitely looked better thus far, but he's going to have to ride tough. That was really close to being locked hands there. Mersney gave a couple real good switch attempts. He's working his way out. Saucita dropped down to a leg, still in control here. He's got to finish this just to stay in control. Looks like he's going to. Yep, he does. He's going to work himself back up here. Really nice exchange there by Saucita. 113-pound consolation match. Kent Ray was able to get out and get a takedown, but we've got uh, a scramble situation, and Sam Turney now is back on top, 7-3 to three over Ray. So Turney of Shelton over Ray of Elwood as they go to the third period, 7-3. to three. Yeah, We've seen Ray just 11-8. and eight. We know he's had some injury issues. He is a tough, tough kid. Elwood's going to take some kids down to state once again. Back over here at the championship. Still scoreless with Saucita trying to get a turn here on Mersney. He's running a wing wrist. Tough, tough. He got a little too overexcited with it. And Mersney's going to get out. One minute left in the second period. Saucita has just been the aggressor here. He's looked very, very good. Action slowed here a little. Kind of standing right in the center of the mat. That's our only point on that escape. So it remains one to nothing. 
Back over here to the consolation as they steal both up again. It's going to be another takedown for Sam Turney. He's now got a 9-3 lead over Ray of Elwood with a minute 40 to go in the third period. And he looks good on top. He's going to turn Ray here, I think, Doug. Yes, he does, and he's getting a near fall. Not going to get the five count. He's just going to get a two-point near fall at the moment. He's going to go up 11-3 with a minute and a half to go in the match. Still a lot of hand fighting over here in the championship match. Down to 20 seconds to go. Mersney of Pender getting the second period of Scape, leading Saucita of Shelton one to nothing. Yeah, and Mersney hasn't been close to taking Saucita down. The question will be, Saucita's going to have to go in the bottom position. Can he get out? We know Mersney's really good on top. You assume he's going to take down. He's in on a late shot. They're going to say that he's out of bounds with one second to go in the period. And that official stopped that. Numerous times today with a foot still in the center. These are Dalmar Mats with the extended piece. He needs to let that go, I think. Going to get a caution. No, Saucita chose both up. Yeah, a little. When you talked about being able to get up or get out, I was wondering if Saucita would go both up. Problem is, they've spent a majority of this match, three of the four minutes, both up. And Saucita, as you said, been the aggressor, but hasn't been able to finish. So he's taking a chance here. Yeah, and it's probably going to take two takedowns because my guess is Mersney would be able to get out. I don't know that he'd be able to ride him out. Saucita's taken the shots. He's been tough. He's just got to get going. Ray with an escape. Turney with another takedown over here. Sam Turney is going to beat Kent Ray in the 113-pound consolation match. 20 seconds to go. He's up 13-4. to Yeah, now Saucita's really just kind of shut down. He's not taking the shots like he was early in this match. There he takes a really poor shot. And almost is taken down off of it. Out of bounds they'll go, stopping the clock. 1.20 to go in the 106-pound championship. Mersney of Pender leading Saucita of Shelton by a score of uh, 2 to nothing or 1 to nothing. And here, Sam Turney is going to beat Kent Ray. Shelton over Elwood, 13-5. to Yeah, and Saucita's down to his last minute now. He just needs to get back on that leg attack that he had in the first uh, period there he takes another pretty poor shot but they're finally going to warn Mersney for stalling Doug he hasn't taken a shot he has done nothing but back up the whole way here and again another stall and we would be tied at one so now Saucita trying to get a little bit more into it but again kind of standing around the center circle who's going to make the first mistake I guess is what you're looking at yeah Saucita just needs to go I think he can take him down with his attacks and he definitely could get a stall call here Mersney just crawl, crab crawled out of the ring, and they'll have a restart with 44 seconds to go. Yeah, I think if Saucita sprints to the center here and really starts to pressure, you're going to see the stall call come out. Now we've got the 120-pound championship, Tate Nagelson to South Loop, and Shea Wood of Central Valley just getting underway. Down to 40 seconds over here at 106. Kobe Smith of Elm Creek, Dalton Donegan of South Loop on deck at 113. And it is a deal, Doug. You put a lot of pressure on yourself when you can't get out, when you can't take down. There there it is. It's going to tie up on a stall. Saucita to drop down on another shot. So you are one-to-one now. 21 seconds to go, and Saucita needs to continue to be the aggressor. He could get another stall call and yeah. go up two-to-one. And Mersney doesn't get it. He just asked, why is it one-to-one? They said, because you keep backing up, son. Restart with 20 seconds to go. Another shot by Saucita. Another shot by Saucita, and on a single. I mean, the shot total in this match is like 20 to nothing. Now Saucita's got to be careful he doesn't get taken out here. He's in good shape. He's in a wizard spot. They're hip-locked. 
And that will be the end of regulation 1-1. Yeah, they're going to go to overtime here. And I think if Saucita just get to the center, he's just got to get to the center and go here, Doug. Mersney's not going to take a shot. 29-2, Caden Mersney. 38-7, Saucita, yeah. You don't usually see that. I mean, yes, he, Mersney's an experienced junior, but wrestling 106 and just hasn't done anything. Nothing. It has yet to take a shot in the entire match. And now over here at 120 pounds, we're about ready to get our first takedown, and there it is. Takedown of the match between Eggleston and Wood. Eggleston's going to get the takedown for South Loop. 15 seconds to go in the first period, up 2 nothing. Yeah, and what stinks in these situations sometimes is you end up getting taken down. Uh, oh, he stopped them again, Doug. They're inside that center. If you've got short spots, I get it if you're up against the wall, but they're not. You can let that wrestle. 33 seconds to go in overtime between Sasita and Mersney on a restart. And what stinks on this is sometimes you end up, you do all the work and get taken down off of one of your shots. Sasita's got to be careful here not to let that happen. But you don't want to go to ride-out situations because you can't get out. Out of bounds again, 15 seconds. Protocol for maybe another stall on yeah. Mersney. Well, I, you know, a lot of times officials don't want to do it in overtime, but in this situation, I'm not so sure it doesn't call for it. Tate and Eggleston of South Loop, a 2-0 lead over Shea Wood of Central Valley. They go to the second period. Eggleston will take down. Yeah, and finally, Mersney takes a shot. Oh, Sacita tried to throw him and twist him, and he put himself down and loses in overtime. Yeah, just did. what you're talking about, Sacita tried to just do a... Tried to twist her. Yeah, twist her while he was on the mat, and he will finish in second. Yeah, no need for that there, but the pressure of not being able to get out, Doug, he knew that he was going to have to go under Mersney here to win the match, and my guess is that's probably what prompted that. So Caden Mersney of Pender will win the 106-pound championship over Jesse Saucita of Shelton. Now over here at the 120-pound championship, it is still... Two to nothing in favor of Tate Eggleston, but Shea Wood trying to get him turned here. Wood on top trying to get him tipped, and Eggleston trying to come out the back door. Yeah, and Egg- Eggleston's a tough cookie, rated number six in the state. Nice uh, record, 28 and six. It's a tough leg ride. I think he's going to come out, Doug. Got a whole minute to go here in the second period. Now we have the 106-pound third-place match, so somewhere along the line they got some stuff typed in incorrectly, and this will be uh, Hadwiger of Pleasanton taking on Thomas Clemensrud of North Central. Yeah, I'm flipping pages trying to keep up here. <laughs> well, Eggleston here, Doug, is still has that 2-0 lead, but Shea Wood is riding him tough. He's got tight waist wrist now. He's trying to work that wing out. I mean, this has been a tough ride. In the 106-pound match, an early takedown there for Clemens Root of North Central. He's up 2-0 over Hadwiger, and Hadwiger trying to get out of here for a reversal, and he is going to get it 2-2 with 25 seconds to go in the first period. And over in the championship, we're going to restart with three seconds to go, but it looks like Wood's going to ride Eggleston out for the whole second period and then get choice. Yeah, that was a tough ride. We've got to finish these last three seconds here in the top position. One of the featured matches coming up at 126, Tyler Pulaski of Pleasanton and Josh Ibaugh of Central Valley. Number one versus number four. Yeah, Ibaugh's a tough dude. 
We go to the end of the first period in the consolation between Hadwiger of Pleasanton and Clemens Root of North Central tied at two. And Riley Hadwiger will choose to go bottom to start the second period. And we're ready to go to the third period. And Wood is going to take bottom for Central Valley down two to nothing to Tate Negleston to South Loop. Yeah, that's the right thing to do. He's working himself out here. Be interesting. You almost would rather get the escape, so then you can get the takedown and make it 3-2. You get the reversal, and it's 2-2, and then give Eggleston a chance to get out. Clemens Root has just put Hadwiger on his back. He's going to get the three near fall, but he's going to be able to get out of there for the moment. 5-2 early in the second period. Clemens Root of North Central. Yeah, and they're going to get 2-1 now. The escape did happen. Shea Wood getting the escape. He's putting a lot of pressure on Eggleston right now. Both up. Wood, the 40-11 and 11 sophomore. Eggleston, the 26-6 and 6 junior. There's another shot by Wood. Eggleston tries to avoid it. Yeah, and he's got his hips sank. He's going to fight it off. Now he's going to look to score. He's in that front headlock position. Wood's got a hold of the elbow. Eggleston's really close to scoring. Now Wood comes back to the leg. He needs to keep that elbow. Trying to get his base back to his feet. There you go, and that'll break it, and they'll have to restart here. Both on their feet. 50 seconds to go in the match. Eggleston of South Loop leads Wood of Central Valley 2-1. D3 District Wrestling Championships here from Elm Creek on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. And Hadwiger finally gets off his back, but he's down 8-3 with 35 seconds to go in the second period against Clemsrud of North Central. And Eggleston's just letting the clock suck here. There, oh, just a tremendous scramble. There's going to be no points, I don't think. No points there. <laughs> both guys just about had a takedown there. So we restarted both up. 22 seconds to go. Eggleston holding on to a 2-1 lead. Wood needs a takedown. Now Hadwiger's cradled up on his back over here in the consolation match, and he will be pinned back to the championship. Yeah, and, oh, Wood's back in on another leg. Eggleston has just been in this position the whole third period. Kind of surprised no stall warnings have come out. And it looks like Eggleston is going to be able to finish this off with a 2-1 victory and take home the district championship. That's a great match. So Caden Mersney of Pender wins at 106. Eggleston of South Loop wins at 120. They both go the distance, 3-1 and 2-1. And in the consolation matches at 106, Hemmersrud of North Central wins it in 244 over Hadwiger of Pleasanton. And at 113 pounds, Turney of Shelton, the 13-5 win over Ray of Elwood. Now Kobe Smith of Elm Creek will take on Dalton Donegan of South Loop in the 113-pound championship match. And we'll go to the 120-pound consolation match. It will be Dustin Klingsborn of Axtell taking on Zach Palmer of North Central. These are the three and four-seeded wrestlers coming in, both with 30 or more wins. And a quick takedown by Colby Smith here in the 113-pound finals. He's got Donegan on his back already. Yeah, he's in big trouble. And that's after Donegan had already taken him down, ridden him. Smith was able to get an escape. There's been a lot of action here. Smith trailed 2-0 to zero early, Doug. So the escape, the takedown, and the three-point near fall makes it 6-3. to three, And now he has got Donegan down again with another takedown, 8-3. to three. Gets another two near fall. And Kobe Smith's had a magical freshman year. He's 42-1 and one on the year, Doug. In our consolation match, Zach Palmer gets the first takedown over Klingsport. He's up 2 nothing. 
And there's the escape by Klingsport as they come off the edge of the mat. So a restart with 20 seconds to go. Yeah, and Kobe Smith, now it's slowed down a little. It's 10-3 to 3 with 40 seconds left in the first period. After giving up the quick takedown to start the match, Kobe Smith has just rolled. As they restart it here, it will be Donegan on bottom. Smith to ride top here. Kobe ranks sixth in the state with a 42-1 record. Sometimes it's hard for the freshman unless they've knocked somebody off to move up the rankings, but 42-1 and one and only ranked sixth, that uh, tells you how tough the class is. At 113 pounds in Class D. We go to the second period over here at 120 pounds, and Klingsborn has found a way to take a 3-2 lead with a late takedown in the first period over Palmer of North Central. Palmer of North Central will start on bottom in the second. And Kobe Smith... Just got the win. He won his first district title as a freshman. He's now 43-1, and Doug. A minute 48, Kobe Smith of Elm Creek over Dalton Donegan of South Loop. Just stacked him up and got the pin. Yeah, he just went double chicken wing, and when he turned him, he sat all the way to his butt. Maximum pressure there. That's a freshman over the senior at 113 pounds. Coming up, Pulaski of Pleasanton, Ibaugh of Central Valley at 126, Martinez of Central Valley, and Counts of Shelton at 132 pounds. Right now, we've got a couple of consolation matches going on. We'll take a break and be back with more of the D3 District Championships here on Classic Hits 98.9 in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Elm Creek right after this. Citizens Bank in Loop City is a proud supporter of the area wrestlers. Citizens Bank appreciates your business. Best of luck to all the area athletes competing today. From all of us at Citizens Bank in Loop City, member FDIC. Larry's Market in Shelton provides you with fresh foods, your own hometown party supplies, and deli sandwiches. Everything you need in Shelton, why shop anywhere but Larry's Market in Shelton. Best of luck, wrestlers. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Taking this time to say congratulations, Whippets, and best of luck on the mat, we're so proud of you. The Clipper is happy to sponsor our local teams on the radio. You can also read about this event and all other accomplishments on our Gibbon, Wood River, Shelton, and Centura students in the Clipper. We are proud of our schools and help celebrate success in the pages of the Clipper every week. Subscribe to the Clipper today. Visit clipperpubco.com for more information. Like, follow, and share us on Facebook. We give away free picture downloads from our weekly picture gallery. Our towns, our people. The Clipper. Back at the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here at the D3 District Wrestling Finals at Elm Creek. We've got the 120 and 126 consolation finals going on at 120 pounds. We've seen some scoring right now as they start the second or third period. Dustin Klingsborn of Axtell has a 7-6 lead over Zach Palmer of North Central, and Klingsborn chose bottom to start the third period. Then we go over to 126 pounds, and with... Uh, Minute 42 to go in the second period. Connor Sondrup of Fullerton has a 5-0 lead over Brian Herrick of Eustace Farnham. Yeah, and Sundrup really was, came out on fire for Fullerton. The action there has slowed some. Herrick from Eustace Farnham 
good-looking kid. But, of course, the Sundrup family, they are pretty well-put-together kids from Fullerton. Of course, we're also going to let you know what's been going on with uh, some of the other districts around the area. The B2 district, as uh, Larry was telling you about when we uh, were getting ready to go here, has wrapped up with as close a race as you can have. Hastings, 177.5. Grand Island Northwest, 176. Skyler was third with 147.5. Adam Central, eighth. And Aurora was ninth at that B2 district. You know, it'll be interesting there to see how that affects the seeds for state duels. Yeah, I don't want to forget that as well. State duels, a big deal. Those two teams, I think, are the two best duel teams in B, Doug. And they are continuing on over at the A1, which is going out at Lincoln Southwest. And the team scores have Carney. They are going to win it with 202 and a half. Grand Island second with 144. Papillion La Vista with 123 and a half. Well, that's good. They gobbled up a lot of points late. That's where you want to score them. At 106 pounds over there, Alicio Ramirez of Grand Island was the winner. Carney's Dylan Ritchie did not place at 113. Braden Smith of Carney was the winner over Juan Pedro of Grand Island in the championship by Techfall. At 120, Colby Luke Savage of Grand Island second. Riley Steele of Carney was third at 126 pounds. Philip Mumi of Carney was the winner. At 132, Zach Kuda of Grand Island second. Coton Kowalik of Carney finished in fourth. Nick James wins the 138 for Carney. At 145, Carney's Teontae Wilson is the winner. At 152 pounds, I believe that's where they're at right now. Yeah, they're at 152 pounds. Grand Island's Colton Silva is in the finals. At 160 pounds, Carney's Gus Franzen is wrestling for third and fourth against Aiden Williams of Grand Island at 170. Grand Island's Alexiah Darris is in the finals, and Matt Oliphant of Carney is in for third and fourth at 182. Steve Byerman of Carney is in the finals, and Dalen Kalevoni. I know I knew that name, but I said it wrong. But Kalevoni of Grand Island will wrestle for third and fourth at 195 pounds. Sean Jackson of Carney's in the finals. Ozick Richter of Grand Island is in for third and fourth. At 220, Connor Brown of Kearney's in for third and fourth. Lee Harrington of Kearney is in the finals at heavyweight. Ethan McPhillips of Grand Island is in for third and fourth. We have an overtime situation down here at 120 pounds, Larry. Yeah, and I think they're, they're going to call the takedown, Doug. And it's, go, it's going to be Zach Palmer, I believe, from North Central. Yes, it is. Took down Dustin Klingsporn out of Axtell right on the edge of the mat. They had to discuss that. 10 to 8, the final in overtime. And at 120 pounds, 126 pounds, it's all Connor Sondrup of Fullerton. He has an 11 to nothing lead over Herrick of Eustace Farnham in the third period. Yeah, now we get one of the feature matches today, the 126 pounds, Tyler Pulaski, Pleasanton. Of course, he's 45 and 0, two-time defending state champion. Uh, wrestling Josh Ibaugh from Cedar Valley, 32-3. and three. Of course, the state medalist a year ago is Ibaugh, uh, and he's rated fourth in the state. Extremely tough uh, kid is Ibaugh, just kind of a grinder. We know Pulaski tries to be pretty wild and wide open. Ibaugh, sometimes he, he's the kind of guy that can slow some of that down. Of course, Pulaski winning in the final second last year of the state meet to get his second state uh, title, and it looks like he'll be on the collision course again uh, for one versus two next Saturday. Of course, the state finals one week from today. Yeah, well, about this time, you're exactly right. 
We will have uh, coverage all Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and, of course, highlighted by wall-to-wall coverage of the semifinal round and consolation wrestlebacks next Friday night beginning at 5 o'clock here on Classic Hits. Yeah, this has been pretty good. Pulaski, in his normal fashion, is just pounding forward and pounding forward, but Ibach has not, he's not backed away from him. The question here, can Ibach stay out of uh, one of Pulaski's big roll-around moments. Pulaski a lot of times gets in those big roll-around moments and where a bunch of points ends up getting scored. Pulaski in on a single leg. He's got it up off the mat. He's able to bring him back on the mat. Now he's trying to get that trip to get him down for the takedown. Edge of the mat. Good job there by Ibaugh to stay balanced now. If he can just get off and get a restart, but Pulaski's hanging on to it, Lair. Well, he let Ibaugh re- reach back and get that wizard. He'll be able to Use uh, that wizard to probably work himself out of bounds here. Yep. He did. No points. Good job by Iba. Over here at the 126 consolation, it was Connor Sondrup of Fullerton, 11 to nothing over Brian Herrick of Eustace Farnham. And I think there, Pulaski just needed to be a little more patient with his finish. He got very impatient with his finish there. He just needed to suck Iba back to the center of the mat and then get a good finish. But this is why I said Ibach's tough. He's going to wrestle this type of match, and if he can stay out of that one big deal from Pulaski, he'll be in this thing in the third period. Now the 132-pound final. Enrique Martinez of Central Valley, ranked sixth in the state, will take on Michael Counts of Shelton, who comes in as a junior at 21-10, and 10, and right away Martinez in on a shot. He's trying to take it straight to a cradle. Yeah, he's got his head in the side. Take down to make it 2-0, and now trying to get him turned here in the first 30 seconds of the match. And at 126, Pulaski and Ibog go scoreless through the first period. Pulaski elects to take down to begin the second period. Yeah, go down right away. Don't defer there. We, we might get a pin. Enrique Martinez got that cradle locked up. He's being a little impatient with it. He just needs to slow down. Pulaski chooses bottom. Does a really nice job getting to his feet. Now Ibach had to drop to a leg. Pulaski's got him wizard up. Ibach is starting to shelf it. He gets the leg shelf now. Takes him back down to the mat. Nice control there. A minute 30 left in the second. He's got to go back down to a leg. One of the things you have... Oh, beautiful, beautiful job by Pulaski there. He should get two reversal here. So Pulaski up 2-0 with a minute 20 to go in the second period over Ibaugh. A three-point near fall finally awarded to uh, Martinez of Central Valley. So he is up 5-0 as Counts of Shelton was finally to get able to get off his back, but he's still in a world of trouble down there. Yeah, he is. Now, well, Go ahead, Doug. Now can Ibaugh find a way to score on Pulaski? That's the big thing here. He needs to get at least one right here because then he gets his choice of the third. Yeah, what he's got to do is is get one here. Might get more than one. How about that move? A reversal. So there he gets the reversal. Still going to put himself in a good spot here because if Pulaski gets out, he gets to go back down. So a takedown should decide this in the third period. Looks like there might be some blood somewhere. Pulaski's trying to figure out where it's coming from, but it's on him. And so they will have a little blood time here late in the second period. 2-2, two two, about 40 seconds to go in the period. Over here at 132 pounds, it is going to be Enrique Martinez. He picked up another three-point near fall before the end of the first period, and he has an 8 nothing lead over Michael Couts 
of Shelton as they get ready to start the second period here. Couch surely can't take down. Yeah, he says both up. He knows he can't take down. He was taken down. Well, he's going to take top. Yeah, and sometimes, Doug, in these deals where you've been kind of dominated in both positions, go somewhere that you haven't been and give it a shot. But if you give up the switch and you end up under him again, the that's a tough way to make a living, that's for sure. And Martinez does it in about nine seconds. Uh, he has scored in the first ten seconds of both periods, and he is dominating Couts here. But again, Couts came in the third seed. He's taken on the top wrestler in the weight class here at 132 pounds. He's going to go to state as a runner-up and uh, looks like and maybe get a chance to find out how many wins he can get in Omaha. Yeah, we still got blood down there. It took forever for the trainer to get down there. I don't know if he was... Busy somewhere, but they're trying to. There, I think I just need to get a piece of tape or something on. Looks like it's on his elbow. It's not in his mouth or nose. Yeah, cut. They had to go get the right gear to tape him up there a little bit. So they go get that. I think usually you see that blood. You expect it's a cotton swab. Nope, yeah. he must have got scraped as they went to the edge of the mat. So back to action here. Pulowski, two to two, and he's going to get the escape right off the restart to go up three to two. Man, now this is where Ibaugh can't give up something here. He's got to make sure that if he can't get a takedown in these 30 seconds, that he puts himself in a position to go down in the third period, be able to get out, and it's a tie match. Martinez has put Couts on his back again over here for a two-point near fall to take a 12-0 lead with 40 seconds to go. If he scores three more, he'll tech fall him. And they just went out again. Pulaski's so hard to take down because he's hard to finish on. You have to be very careful because you end up in one of his wild scrambles trying to finish. Ibot just trying to find a way now to get these final 15 seconds run off a short time here and get his choice to start the third period. And it looks like that's where we're going. Tyler Pulaski, undefeated two-time defending state champion in a battle. 3-2 lead over Joshua Ibot of Central Valley. And Ibot just goes right to the center and gets down to take the bond position. Yeah, he knows the plan. Well, they're going to say whistle on the other mat. So. Period has come to an end. 13 to nothing after two. Enrique Martinez of Central Valley over Counts of Shelton as they go to the third period. Uh, Martinez gets his choice. He's going to take bottom and probably means a quick reversal to end that by a tech fall. Got a chance for a reversal here. Really good chance. It's going to be a scramble deal here. Ibaugh trying to get the lead here. He's got that ankle hook. I think he's got a point. That is two reversal. The the coaches who have all been wrestlers themselves had to point that baby out. And we have now a 4-3 lead for Ibaugh of Central Valley over Pulaski, the undefeated wrestler with a minute 30 to go on the edge of the mat. And this has happened the way I said it would, Doug. Ibaugh is just tough. He will give up nothing. Pulaski's got to find a way just to get out now to tie things up. It's a lot of interesting one here at 126. I still think it comes down to a takedown. I do think Pulaski will be able to get out, and this is going to come down to a takedown. That's a tough spiral ride by Ibaugh. Just nice, simple, tough. Plenty of time left. Minute 15, Pulaski. Now he's in trouble. Ibaugh's in a little bit of trouble. This is where you get in trouble with Pulaski and start rolling around with him. Needs to squeeze down with his knee there tough and get a stalemate. But Pulaski pops the head out, got a reversal, almost turned Ibaugh. And see, Ibaugh was smart there, right to his belly. Takedown is still going to decide this thing. Pulaski gets the reversal, 5-4 now. Ibaugh needs to get out. 45 seconds to go, he comes to his feet. Yeah, you've got it. You've got a calling for stalling here. 
Eyeball with the reversal. Out of bounds. 6-5. I don't know if that was two. Yeah. Coach Herman says, I want to talk to you, young sir. Now Pulaski is still down on the mat. Injury time for Tyler Pulaski. Maybe one, but not two is what you're saying, Larry. Yeah, I don't know if that was two. Definitely one. I don't know if that's two. Oh, oh, I wonder if this young man knows what he's about to get as he walks over to Mike Herman. It is over now at 132 pounds. Enrique Martinez just... Uh, the slow dismantle of Michael Counts of Shelton wins by a tech fall, 16 to nothing, early here in the third period. Now, I like what, what Mike just did, though. Mike didn't uh, start chewing him. He said, please go over and discuss that with the other official. And they're both young. They are both young. <laughs> <laughs> and it's part of the learning process. They're going to change it. They're going to change it. That was the right thing to do, was to go discuss that that way, and it's one, not two. Oh. It would be neutral. No, it's, that's the right thing. And what Mike did there, there's a veteran move. Instead of Mike going ballistic on the kid, all he said is, would you please go ask your other official? And he asked the other official, and the kid said, yes, I think one, not two. So now we're ready to move on to the 138-pound championship. Riley Spots of East Butler ranked third against Seth Simons of Stapleton. So we'll keep you an eye on that. But right now it's all about Pulaski and Ibaugh. Pulaski undefeated. But it's 5-5, restart, 35 seconds to go, and Tyler's getting after it. Yeah, he's a goer. Defeating his head-hand defense will be the problem here. See how he creates those scrambles, Doug? He does does that very intentionally. Creates those scrambles, and he's just so athletic. Out of bounds. Ibot takes the shot. Good counter here by Pulaski. 20 seconds to go. Tyler trying to get those hips around. He's got the takedown. And he's almost got him on his back. He does have him on his back. He's going to win the match and stay undefeated, going to state, looking for his third consecutive title as a junior. Yeah, that's what we said. Do you see there? And just boom, just like that, five points. Just bango. you got to stay away from his big deal. Tyler Pulaski, the five-point move with 20 seconds to go. And he is now 47-0. Yeah, he's always got one somewhere in there. Pulaski 10, Ibaugh 5. We'll take a break and be back with more of the D3 District Wrestling Championships right after this on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Stop into Aurora Co-op. Get all you need to keep the farm going. You can find an Aurora Co-op near you. Aurora Co-op, a proud sponsor of all area wrestlers. Best of luck at state. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. This wrestling update is proudly sponsored by the gang at Belchner Custom Meats in Amherst. Looking for a new career or a career change? Call Casey at Belchner's today and find out how you can begin a great job right now at Belchner Custom Meats in Amherst. Best of luck, wrestlers. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams is your full-service grocery store with the meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service, Adams Corner Market.
Ah, just got the good news from Bridgeport. Got another dude to go into state as an athlete, not just as a commentator, <laughs> Bakes. My cousins went one and one out there. Broken bow boys. Let's get back to action here. The D3 going on at uh, Elm Creek. Yeah, and Riley Spots, 45-3 and three from East Butler. He's the third-rated wrestler at 138 pounds this year. He ran into a little tough work here with Seth Simons from Stapleton, 39-7. and seven. Simons took him down to start the second period. Good-looking athletes there, and Spots is having trouble getting out now. 132-pound consolation, Jared Shaw of North Central with the uh, 4-0 lead over Riley Rittner of Wilcox-Hildreth. And he has got Rittner on his back here and pins him in the second period. In a minute, 45, the win there for Shaw of North Central. 132 pounds, takes third place. Riley Rittner, uh, or excuse me, Riley Spots from East Butler is going to get an escape, so it's 2-1 to one in the 138-pound championship match. Coming up, Dalton Bohawk, East Butler, James Poland, North Central at 145. Then we get a few more of our area kids. Connor Schutz of Elwood will be in the 152 final. You've got Stephen Duffy of Kennesaw at 170, Daniel Duffy of Kennesaw at 182. The one versus two matchup at 195, Brandon Rezac of East Butler and Preston Walker of Elm Creek. A.J. Skaggs of Axtell, the second-ranked heavyweight from our listening area. Also still to come here from the D3 District Wrestling Meet on KKPR-FM, Carney. Elm Creek, Elwood, Callaway, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda along with Larry Baker, our producer, Stacy Johns. Glad to have you along with us. Of course, we also have the Heartland Hoops Classic. Ready to move on to the Grand Island Central Catholic Winnebago game on ESPN 1460 and 1550. Yeah, big takedown there for Raul Klaus from Elwood. Wrestling trigger Picorni from Central Valley. Picorni got out of there right yeah, away, right too. right away. So 2-1, to one, 15 seconds to go in the first period. Back over here at 138 in the championship. We get another takedown for Simons, so he has a 4-1 lead over spots of East Butler, the third-ranked wrestler in the class. Yeah, that's a big deal. As I said, number three ranked in the state is spots. Of course, just so it doesn't mean Simons isn't very good. Maybe, you know, nobody's seen him all the way out there in uh, Stapleton, McPherson County. Another escape. Makes it 4-2 to two now on a restart with five seconds. It looks like Simons will have the 4-2 to two lead over spots of East Butler going into the third period. And we go to the second period of 138 consolation. Klaus of Elwood, a 2-1 lead over Picorni of Central Valley. Picorni takes bottom and gets an escape within five seconds. And we're 2-2 on their feet in the second period. Yeah, this has been a pretty good match uh, here, Doug, with uh, Raul Klaus and Trigger Picorni. Klaus, a junior, 22-5, and five, so not very many losses. Oh, look at this scramble over here in the 138-pound final. Spots took bottom to start the third period, and he is able to quickly get the reversal and tie things up with Simons. 4-4, a minute 40 to go in the match. And Spots is a hammer on top, Doug. Really, really good on top. And he's got a wrist, a wrist and a wing now. You might stop that for potentially dangerous. Boy, he's looking to turn. There's a minute 25 left in this match, and it's 4-4, four to four, and he's not looking to let him up and get a takedown. He's going to try to do it with backs. Chugging right along here. Well, he was not able to get a takedown in the first period. 
His points have been on two escapes and then this reversal. He still has that wing. Now he's worked through. Oh, he's through. close. Yes, he is. He's just got to get two swipes. He's got both arms now. The last one of them, a minute to go. Now back over here at the consolation, we see Picorni get the turn, and now he's going to pin Klaus of Elwood in two minutes and 12 seconds. Spots is in big trouble. He threw a leg in, got way too high. Simon from Stapleton's trying to shake him off. Come out the back door. I'm sure he's going to get it. 30 seconds to go, and they tied match 4-4. There's the reversal for Simons, and he immediately checked the clock. He's got to ride in for 28 seconds. Yeah, and a simple escape won't be enough. It'd have to be an escape and a takedown or a reversal as it's 6-4. There's a stall warning on Simons, and that's a point. Oh, boy, that was quick. That was a quick stall, and Spots now only down one, only needs the escape to force overtime with 14 seconds to go. Yeah, that was an awful quick ding there. Nice takedown, breakdown by Simons on the edge of the match. Spots is looking for more than an escape with seven seconds. He needed to stay with that. He was in a switch position. He needed to stay with it. Time's going to run out. Simons is going to win it. He's going to pull the first upset of the districts. Six to five. He fired up. That's a big win. You're stuck out in the hills. Nobody wants to recognize you, and you show up here, you know, and you feel like you're pretty good. And the snow those boys had, maybe didn't everybody get here either. Yeah, so congratulations, Staple the Broncos, Seth Simons over Riley Spots of East Butler, 6-5 to five here in the district final. And you don't want to be on the other side of Spots on Thursday in Omaha. No, that's exactly right. Very, very tough wrestler. And again, what, what does something like that mean? It means you're going to see a district champ in the quarters instead of in the semis. You're yeah. going to have to beat, most likely, a rated wrestler on Thursday to make it into the medal round. And the thing is, what you don't know is these losses right here, that loss or that win, it could have been the best thing that, that, that happens to a kid because of where the draw ends up, or it could be the death nail to getting yourself to the finals because it puts you on the wrong side. You just don't know until tonight. I've seen that many times where, you know, a kid gets that big upset, and gosh dang it, he doesn't get rewarded for <laughs> yeah. it. Whoops, gets, I should have got second. Yeah, he gets punished. So we continue on with the D3 District Wrestling Final. Let's go to the 152-pound final. Connor Schutz of Elwood taking on Trace Ebert of North Central. And then the first-place match at 145, Dalton Bohawk of East Butler and James Poland of North Central. Yeah, and... Bohawk goes out and just gets a very quick takedown, Doug. He's not going to mess around a little bit. When his spots was a little slower on his feet in that first match, Bohawk wasn't going to make that mistake here. And we have an open mat over here. I don't know if we're going to get a forfeit at the 152-pound final. Are they, They're not doing medals, are they? Oh, maybe they are. Maybe they're going to take a break. I'm not sure. My guess is that's what's getting ready to happen. So they'll take a break midway through. And do medals. And that'll give us a chance to update some, ups, update some of the other districts from around the state. So let's go ahead and stay with the 145-pound final that's going on right now. And Bohawk of East Butler, ranked fifth, able to get Poland of his back. And he's going to pick up five with the two-point takedown and three-point near fall. Yeah, look very, very slick on top. Most of your East Butler kids are. Butler County as a whole, to tell you the truth, you don't want to go under those kids very often from any one of those three schools, whether it's David City, David City Aquinas, or East Butler. You'll find yourself looking at the lights, great leg riders, good wrist tilt guys. 
Doug Duda, Larry Baker here in Elm Creek for the D3 District Wrestling Tournament in the Carney Towing and Repair Broadcast booth. While Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home, don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Again, the state wrestling meet gets underway on Thursday. And uh, plenty of action going on, Larry. Uh, should be another great state championship. Yeah, it's going to be a great state tournament. Massive team races in uh, A, B, and I think D is going to be interesting. And, you know, to be completely honest, I'm not so sure. Broken Bow, there's a couple schools that have Valentine trips at all that will score enough points to be right there. And then, of course, as always, there's a ton of individual stories. And this year, uh, there's some four-timers that are going to be going. Of course, we just talked about Tyler Pulaski. He's going to try to be a three-timer as a junior. Devin Walker, if he overcomes the knee injury, has a chance at three times. The first session, though, this year will be classes B and C. So the A and D wrestlers, the wrestlers here, will not take the mat in Omaha until 4 o'clock on Thursday afternoon. And then that second round, those quarterfinals usually get going somewhere around uh, 7 to 7.30. And then they will be that back end of the session both days. Yep. Thursday's such an exciting, well, the whole tournament always is, but Thursday's always such an exciting day as it unfolds and starts to paint the picture. Dalton Bohawk now is up by a score of 7 to nothing, as he's able to get the versal here in the second period over Poland of North Central, and he's really just kind of controlling this match right here, trying to get Poland turned again. Yeah, he's just doing what uh, East Butler kids do on top, and that's just turn, turn, turn. Going to get two more there. It's going to be nine to nothing with a minute left in the second. So Caden Mersney of Pender in overtime able to get the 3-1 win over Jesse Saucita of Shelton. At 106, at 113, Kobe Smith of Elm Creek pinned Dalton Donegan of South Loop in 148, 120. Tayton Eggleston of South Loop held on for a 2-1 win over Shea Wood of Central Valley. At 126, Tyler Pulaski. 5-5 with 25 seconds to go. Gets the takedown and near fall for a 10-5 win over Josh Ibaugh of Central Valley. And then at 132, Enrique Martinez of Central Valley gets the 16-0 tech fall over Michael Couts of Shelton. And at 138, Seth Simons of Stapleton upsets third-ranked Riley spots of East Butler 6-5. Yeah, 13. Oh, they're just, yeah, he's just trying to get one more. Is Bohawk turn couldn't do it? They're going to go to the third period. He's got a 13 to nothing lead. This will be a tech fall, my guess is here very quickly. And they're just going to go both up. False start there by Bohawk trying to get things taken care of. Yeah, he just wants a takedown to end the match. Of course, when you're up by 15, they end it. Now he's in on the leg. Switch off into. Double, and he's going to finish it. There's the takedown. Tech fall with 15 seconds gone here in the third period. So getting that tech fall in four minutes and 15 seconds. Dalton Bohawk of East Butler, a winner over James Poland 
of North Central via the Tech Fall. We'll take a break and be back with more of the D3 District Wrestling Tournament here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com right after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. DeMillico is your one stop for your screen printing, embroidery, and promotional needs. Family reunions, construction companies, and softball teams all look better after a trip to DeMillico and Kearney. Good luck, wrestlers, from DeMillico Sports Fashions, just south of the 2nd Avenue overpass in Kearney. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers in state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain and Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best price for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space, see kappagrains.com. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden provides the latest technology with a personal touch. Minden's First Bank and Trust Company is a leader in online and mobile banking, including mobile deposit right from your smartphone. Local bank, local decisions. Local means us. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden. It's what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, wrestlers. Stop into Aurora Co-op. Get all you need to keep the farm going. You can find an Aurora Co-op near you. Aurora Co-op, a proud sponsor of all area wrestlers. Best of luck at state. Well, we still have a consolation match going on at 145. 15 and 18 senior Tucker Sherbarth of Harvard has just thrown 39 and 9 sophomore Daylon Russell of Alma to his back, and he sticks him, Larry. Are they going to say the time was out? I think they're going to say time was out, Doug. Okay, they're going to say time was out. I heard the slap of the mat, but they say time was out, and Sherbarth is going to have a 5 nothing lead here. Big headlock, too. He's lucky there wasn't two more seconds there. That match is over. It was a headlock, and it was tight. So now Russell has a chance to kind of breathe again here and see if he can regain a little composure. He's got some work to do, but he'll be on bottom to start the second period behind by a score of 5 to nothing. And he's going to try to Peterson roll here. Sherbarth is kind of lost. And he's going to get that quick reversal, so it's 5-2, and now he's trying to get the cradle hooked up and put Sherbarth on his back. Yeah, and that's that's a near-leg cradle. That's be tough to get out of if he can get him there. He's got it locked. Sherbarth keeps coming to his butt. There, he's got him. He's Get over there, official. Jeez, I hate that when officials are slow like that. And Sherbarth is pinned. So, Dalen Russell, who was about a second away from losing by pin, is able to come out and get the pin in a minute and 27 seconds. Yeah, he did a nice job there, staying composed in that second period. So, hit the each guy hit a move. It's just that uh, Russell was able to finish his, and yes. Sherbarth ran out of time. Well, I think now they're going to take a break to do medals. So that's what they're going to do. And while they do that, Larry, let's go ahead and take a look uh, at what else is going on. I'm going to go to the A1 where Carney and Grand Island are. Then we'll let you uh, kind of talk about what went on at the uh, B2 uh, district today. So the A1 is uh, where Carney and Grand Island were uh, both competing. And let's go ahead and run down what's been going on there and let you know. Uh, what the results have been. Carney is going to win the team race, and Grand Island's going to be the runner-up. 
At 106, Alicio Ramirez of Grand Island was the district champ. Richie of Kearney did not qualify for state. 113, Braden Smith of Kearney defeats Juan Pedro of Grand Island in the final by Tech Falls, 16 to 1, 120 pounds. Colby Lukasavich of Grand Island, the runner-up. Riley Steele of Kearney, third, 126. Philip Mumi of Kearney wins in the finals by a pin in 30 seconds. And then at 132, Zach Kuda of Grand Island, second. Colton Kowalek of Kearney, Kowalek of Kearney finishes in fourth place at 138. Nick James of Kearney is your district champion, again by a tech fall, 145. Tiante Wilson of Kearney, district champ, 152. Colton Sliva of Grand Island, district champ, 160. Gus Franzen of Kearney, third, beating Aiden Williams of Grand Island for fourth, 4-2, four 170. Alexia Darris of Grand Island, second. Matt Oliphant of Kearney, fourth. 182, Steve Byerman of Kearney, just getting ready to wrestle in the finals. Dalen Kellyavoni of Grand Island will finish in third and fourth place match. Sean Jackson of Kearney's in the 195 final. Oscar Richter of Grand Island is in the third and fourth place match. At 220, Connor Brown of Kearney's in for third and fourth. And at heavyweight, Lee Harrington of Kearney, ranked number one, is in the finals. Ethan McPhillips of Grand Island will be wrestling for third and fourth over there at the A1 championships. They're all done in the B2 that is going on down at Beatrice. Larry, tell us about that. Yeah, that it came down to the very last match. Hastings is going to win 177.5 points. Northwest is going to be second, 176 points. Adam Central gets eighth, scoring 88.5. Aurora ninth, 85.5. And, and if we look at how things finished at 106 pounds, Caden Sabota from Aurora is going to be third. Tristan Obermiller from Adam Central will be fourth at 113. Bryce Brown of Hastings will get first. And Colin Quant of Northwest gets third. At 120 pounds, Blaine Kyle's a champion from Hastings, defeating Grayson Freeze from Northwest. 126 pounds, Trevor Cluck of Aurora defeats Isaac Hunsley of Hastings to get first and second. And Cameron Court of Adams Central gets fourth. At 132 pounds, Mason Brumbaugh is the runner-up from Hastings, while Malachi Hood from Adams Central gets fourth. At 138 pounds, Connor Laux over Nolan Berry. So Connor Laux of Hastings, the champion, Nolan Berry of Adams Central is the runner-up. At 145 pounds, Caleb Ackles of Adams Central is the runner-up. Joel Smith of Hastings is third, and Seth Wonk of Aurora is fourth in going to the state meet. At 152 pounds in in the B2, we get Dalton Quant of Northwest is the runner-up, and Carter Persley of Aurora punches his ticket and gets fourth. At 160 pounds... No area wrestlers qualify at 160. At 170, Damian Pape of Hastings over Blake Westerby of Northwest. So Pape from Hastings is a champion. Westerby of Northwest is the runner-up. At 182 pounds, Jeb South of Northwest is the runner-up. At 195 pounds, Grady Grease of Northwest stays on the terror that he's on. He's a champion. 220 pounds, Cooper Kaiser of Northwest is the runner-up. And at heavyweight, Marcos Martinez is defeated by Zach Wiskowski from Adams Central. And that decided it. If Northwest would have won there, they would have won the district title, instead second. So quite tremendous action, Doug, in the B2, simply with uh, you know Hastings being the number one rated team in the state of Nebraska 
and many thinking that Northwest is a team that can give chase in that race. So, uh, tremendous tournament there. If we move to uh, the C2, I believe we had some area teams in that. Aquinas Catholic is going to win that, Doug, with 222 points. St. Paul will be fifth with 87 and a half. And Centura gets 11th, scoring 44 points. Hastings St. Cecilia, uh, 16th. And Red Cloud Blue Hill, 15th. And Grand Island Central Catholic is uh, scores six points. If we if we if we look there, uh, the qualifiers coming out of the area at 113 pounds. Jacob Pozoza of St. Paul at 120 pounds. Uh, see, we move to. 138 as I'm scrolling through here. 152 pounds. Kyle Bentley from Centura and Alexis Saucita from Hastings St. Cecilia getting third and fourth respectively. At 160 pounds, Christian Ecker of St. Paul is a runner-up. At 170 pounds, Ethan Sharp of Red Cloud Blue Hill. At 195 pounds, Hunter Koshin of St. Paul is the runner-up. At 220 pounds, Austin Simmons of Centura is fourth. And that wraps up the C2. All right, we did have uh, some news going on here. Apparently, there were a couple of wrestlers that uh, should not have been in the bracket. I guess one wrestler didn't even weigh in yesterday, and then we had a wrestler that weighed in but didn't wrestle, and those should have been put in as buys. It will affect the team points. And so uh, there might be a little delay as they adjust that. That's what I've been told by some of the coaches. They just had a coach's meeting. They also vote for the district coach uh, of the year. Did so a couple wrestle? of things that they were trying to get done. No, neither one. They had two kids in the bracket that but didn't not wrestle. wrestle. Right. Okay. So it affects buys and points and instead of forfeits and, and all that kind of thing. Now let's go to the B4 being wrestled at Gothenburg. Right now they are in the championships, and they're at about 132 pounds. Sydney has the lead, 149.5, but Lexington is right there with 147. Alliance, 121.5. Gothenburg, 116. And Scotts Bluff, 102 are the top five. Kozad is in eighth with 76. Holdridge is 10th with 70 and a half. Let's go ahead and look at the results that we have for you so far in the B4. At 113 pounds, Jeremy Larson of Gothenburg defeats Ian Bailey of Lexington in the finals. At 120, Annie Rojas of Lexington wins it. Jace Rasmussen of Kozad third. At 126, Brady Fago, Fago of Lexington finished in fourth. At 132 pounds, they are just getting ready to wrestle third and fourth. So Wyatt Hotz of Gothenburg is in that match. At 138, Blake Hoffmaster of Kozad will take on Noah Lawson of Gothenburg for third and fourth. Zach Holbert of Holdridge is in the finals at 145. At 152, Thomas Margaret, a state uh, medalist from Lexington, will be in the finals. At 160, Piero Garcia of Lexington is in the finals. So is Riley Kopp of Lexington at 170. Garrett Savick of Kozad will res- wrestle Vincent Nichols of Gothenburg for third and fourth. At 182, Preston Melroy of Holdridge is in the finals. Taylor Yancey of Kozad's in for third and fourth. Then at 195, Noah Googleman of Gothenburg is in the finals at 220. Bronson Titus of Holdridge is in the finals. And at 285, Jade Worth of Lexington is in the finals. And Pat Hudson of Gothenburg will be in for third and fourth. And going to the C3, Doug, we've got many teams there. Arlington's going to win the district with 166 points. Wood River will score 100 points and get fifth. Gibbon will get sixth, scoring 95.5 points. 
Donovan Trumbull in 11th, scoring 51 points. And there was some big stuff in that thing today. You know, don't forget Waddington Hughes in the finals today uh, as, as we go. So, looking at it, at 106 pounds, Carson Thompson of Wood River gets third to qualify at 113 pounds. Drake Belleville of Donovan Trumbull, big upset yesterday, gets himself into the state tournament by getting second at 120 pounds. Excuse me, 126 pounds. Austin Spike of Donovan Trumbull, a district champion. Lane Brown of Gibbon gets third at 132 pounds. Chase Smith of Gibbon is a runner-up. At 138 pounds, Max Hughes of Syracuse defeats Evan Waddington 4-2 in the finals. So Waddington now 51-1 on the year, been beat by Max Hughes. Max Hughes, three-time state champion, going for four this year, is now 38-1 on the year. The one loss to Evan Waddington. They'll be, they'll be on opposite sides of the bracket next week. Can't miss. Yeah, that'll be a great one. That'll be a great final. Might be the last one that they go with, too. Yeah. You never know where they draw it out. Well, and especially because it's a rematch of a final of two years ago. Yeah. Of course, at 152 pounds, Jacob Tracy of Gibbon, district champion. Camden Thompson of Wood River punches his ticket to go with a fourth-place finish. Now moving to um, 195 pounds, Wyatt Key of Gibbon was defeated by Remington Gay of Arlington in the final. So Wyatt Key going as a runner-up. 9-8 the final there, too. Yes, at 220 pounds, Diego Guerrera of Wood River, district champion, wins 9-3 over Ethan Williams from Laurel Concord Coolidge in the finals. So there is the district C3. All right, let's go to the C4. They're wrestling at 170 pounds right now, and this team race is tight. Broken Bow, 215. Valentine, 211 and a half. Ord, 145 and a half. Bridgeport, 124 and a half. Kearney Catholic's actually in fifth with 82-and-a-half points. Southern Valley ninth with 48. Ravenna tied for 10th with 42. Minden is 12th with 41 points. Let's go ahead now and take a look at the up-to-date results from the C4 out at Bridgeport. At 106 pounds, Gabe Hilliard of Kearney Catholic finishes in third. At 113, Casey Falkenberry of Broken Bow defeats Colton Rouse of Ord in the final at 120. Jaden Treffer of Ravenna defeats Caden Boyce in the third, fourth place match at 126. Lane Shires of Kearney Catholic was fourth at 132. Miguel Alvarado of Ord was second at 138. Garrett Cluthy of Ord second. Zach Rogers of Kearney Catholic third. Dawson Holston of Minden finished in fourth. At 145, Sean Anderson of Southern Valley, fourth. At 152, Clayton Shoemaker of Ord, fourth. At 160, Chase Becker of Southern Valley, second. And, of course, we have to mention third place at 160, Lathan Duda of Broken Bow. At 170 pounds, Alex Chapa of Ravenna defeated Jesse Ulrich of Ord in the third and fourth place match. At 182, they are just getting ready to wrestle the finals. Matt Feldner of Kearney Catholic is in the finals. Jacob Leach of Ord is in for third and fourth at 195. What a bad, what, what a bracket. Ethan Gabriel of Ord will take on Vasquez of Bridgeport in the finals. Jake Gappa of Kearney Catholic will take on McGann of Hershey for third and fourth. At 220, you've got Brooks of Broken Bow in the final. And at heavyweight, Jacob Jarabic of Arcadia Loop City will take on Drew Drake of Broken Bow in the finals. C.J. Hovind of Ord will finish in fourth place. So that is what is going on at the C4 district going on out at Bridgeport. Well, if we look at the D2, of course, uh, that is where Amherst, Palmer, some of our uh, area teams are 
there, Doug. Elkhorn Valley is going to win that tournament, 162 points. Amherst does crawl back into fourth, scoring 115 points. Only four qualifiers for the Broncos this year does Amherst get. Wow. Palmer, fifth, with 111.5. And Twin Loop, kind of on the fringe for us, scores 46 points. But if we look at the results uh, in that tournament, uh, at 106 pounds, Garrett Jensen of Palmer will qualify getting fourth. At 120 pounds, Isaiah Shields gets third for Amherst, while Ruger Reimers from Palmer gets second. Uh, then moving, uh, gosh, how long has it been since you had to move the screen this far to, <laughs> to get to a qualifier from Amherst? At 145, third place will be Sam Florell from Amherst. And then moving Palmer, Connor Doncheski wins at 152 pounds. He's a champion. At 160 pounds, Spencer Wickman of Palmer pins Trace Bosch of Amherst in a minute nine in the finals. So Wickman a champion, Bosch a runner-up. And uh, Justin Kuda from Palmer gets fourth at 182 pounds. Drew Bogard is a third-place finisher at 195 and that'll do it for the D2. Well, I think that covers uh, most of the state. We are getting ready for the second half of our D3 district championships coming up here on Classic Hits 98.9. What a defensive battle in the latest game at the Heartland Hoops Classic. Heard it came down to a last-second call. Ponca 34, Gretna 33. C2 takes down Class B today at the Heartland Hoops Classic. Right now, Grand Island Central Catholic and Winnebago Approaching halftime on ESPN 1460 and 1550. And then the final three games will be right here on Classic Hits. Earlier today, UTAN beat South Loop 57-48. St. Cecilia over O'Neill 65-51. And York over Omaha South 61-41. We'll take a break and be back with more wrestling from the D3 District at Elm Creek right after this. Locally owned and operated since 1883. A tradition of community banking. Full-service banking with a strong dedication to their local community is what Minden Exchange Bank is all about. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work to make the team. The lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry the rest of their lives. And finally, a word of thanks to the teachers and the coaches. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw has your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Berg Insurance Company in Kennesaw. They've been protecting this area for over 50 years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. Best of luck, wrestlers, from Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed, your yield leaders. Find a new Tech Seed dealer in your area. Proud to support our area wrestlers. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown health mark pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. At Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, and McCain. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare plans. Best of luck, wrestlers. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Office equipment, supplies, and service. That's what LaserTech of Nebraska offers you. LaserTech, putting the serve back in service. Doing what can't be done every day and the impossible with two days notice. 
Lasertech in sunny downtown Shelton. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They've been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. Good luck, wrestlers. Well, our producer engineer, back at the studio, Stacy Johns. I'm Doug Duda. We're ready to wrestle again here, Larry, and uh, let's get it on. Yeah, Connor Schultz, he's taking it to Trace Ebert from North Central. There's the pin. He's a district champ, Doug. Connor Schultz of Elwood. And shuts the freshman able to come out there and get the job done in just 49 seconds. We saw him, of course, over at Amherst. And what a season this young man has had. The fastest pin here so far in the finals. Yeah, he's 33-6 and six now. He's had a tremendous freshman campaign. And he's silky smooth out on the mat. So quick work there after the break for Connor Schutz. We've also got the 160-pound third-place match going on. Joseph Felix of Alma, who had a big third and fourth uh, heartbreak round match just to get in, uh, was the one that beat Gomez of Axtell, who had been state-rated after winning the Fort Kearney Twin Valley Conference Tournament. Felix beats him for third and fourth, and now he has a 2-0 lead over Gavin Robinson of South Loop as they begin the second period. Yeah, he's tough. And now we've got Luke McEwen of Elm Creek taking on Leroy Garcia of Shelton in the 152-pound third-place match. And Luke gets the early takedown. And he should be the big favorite. And, again, these guys in the same conference tournament last week. Yeah, I mean, this any of these Fort Kearney matchups, you've seen them and seen them and seen them over and over and over and over again. Still coming up. It'll be Brady Oliver of Penderson, uh, Pender and Colton Ratkovic of East Butler in the 160 final. Then we get the uh, final of the finals. It should be the 126 lived up to it, but Jared Atkinson of O'Neill St. Mary's and Stephen Duffy of Kennesaw will wrestle at 170, and uh, Devin Walker will not wrestle. We see him in street clothes with the knee injury. He will forfeit out and take the fourth-place medal and take his chances at state next week if they can get there uh, with, with the injury if he's well enough to go. Then Daniel Duffy ranked second at 182 against Lane Hassel Pender, ranked fourth at 182, and then the number one and two wrestlers at 195, Preston Walker of Elm Creek and Brandon Rezac of East Butler. we got some good ones coming up mixed in with these third and fourth place battles. Yeah, some really good matches coming up here. Two to nothing down here still with Schultz. Got the big take. Excuse me, we're at... My, my internet is gone, so I'm back to doing paper pen. Luke McEwen, boy, yes. the good old days. Luke McEwen of Elm Creek, still a 2-0 lead over Garcia of Shelton. They elected to go both up to start the second period. And then Felix uh, has a 2-1 lead over Robinson of South Loop. Robertson able to get an escape here midway through the second period. Now they are wrestling on their feet as well. You know, we gave you all those results of the other districts that were going on. Uh, we should come back and tell you what's going on here with what we are doing, in case you missed any of it. At 106, Caden Mersney of Pender, a 3-1 Sun victory went over Jesse Saucita of Shelton. And then in the third-place match, Thomas Clemens-Root of North Central pinned Riley Hadwiger of Pleasanton in 245. At 113 pounds, Kobe Smith of Elm Creek is a winner by pin in 149 over... Dalton Donegan of South Loop in the third place match, Sam Turney of Shelton, a major decision over Kent Ray of Elwood by a score of 13 to 5, 120 pounds. Tate Nagelston of South Loop, a 2 1 win over Shea Wood of Central Valley. Third place, Zach Palmer of North Central, a 10 8 sudden victory win over Dustin Klingsborn of Axtell. On 126 pounds, Tyler Pulaski 
Gets a five-point move with 25 seconds to go for a 10-5 decision over Josh Ibaugh of Central Valley. In third place, Connor Sonderup of Fullerton, an 11-1 win over Brian Herrick of Eustis Farnham at 132. In the finals, Enrique Martinez of Central Valley, a 16-0 tech fall over Michael Couts of Shelton. Jared Shaw of North Central takes third over Riley Rittner of Wilcox Hildreth in a pin in 146. At 138 pounds, Seth Simons of Stapleton had the upset of the finals. He knocks off third-ranked Riley Spots of East Butler, 6-5. In the consolation, Trigger Picorni of Central Valley pins Raul Klaus of Elwood in 2 minutes and 13 seconds. And here, McCune has just finished up with a pin in 3.49 over Garcia to take home third place at 152 pounds. Over at 160, got a good match going on. There as they go to the third period with a 3-2 to two score. I want to finish up a couple more here. 145, Dalton Bullock of East Butler, your champion over James Poland of North Central. Tech fall 15 to nothing. Dalen Russell of Alma pinned Tucker Sherbarth of Harvard to take third in one minute and 28 seconds and then shuts the 50-second fall over Trace Eber of North Central to take first at 152 pounds. Yeah, now Brady Oliver is going to come out. He's number five in the state from Pender. He's wrestling Colton Rakovic, 31-14 and 14 junior from East Butler. Pender East Butler just has all that you would want. Kevin Robertson of South Loop up 3-2 to two over Felix of Alma. And an early throw right there. Yeah, and it's going to be four. Rakovic's going to get two takedown, two near fall. Uh, Oliver's going to get one escape. Whew. Of course, his dad named the district coach of the year, and he's going into the Hall of Fame, the 2018 Nebraska Scholastic Wrestling Coaches Association Hall of Fame announced their class earlier this week, and he, along with Todd Porter of Bellevue East, going in as coaches. Former Kearney High three-time champion Brandon Brill going in. Doug Walton as an official. He's here today watching. Out of Franklin, Keith Albright of Ravenna as a contributor. Congratulations to those and all that will be going in. Ceremonies are June 8th in Grand Island. Yeah, always a great event. As I sit next to a Hall of Famer in that uh, great organization, Mr. Duda. Should have seen that picture we took a couple summers ago. That's makes. right. <laughs> we look different. Yes, we do. Don't know what happened. Uh, over here to the consolation match, Gavin Robertson trying to hold on for a 3-2 win over Felix. Felix of Alma is on bottom, just needs to get the escape, but isn't doing much on bottom with only 35 seconds to go. Yeah, absolutely nothing. Well, um, right now, Robertson trying to hook up the ball and chain there, but Felix hardly moving on bottom. Yeah, he he may get him turned here, Doug Will Robertson. Back over to the championship match. Ratkovic still leads Oliver four to one. Now six to one with 45 seconds to go here in the second period. Oliver's trying to come out the back door here. Ratkovic's got legs in. Should get back points darn near there. Colton Ratkovic looking really good. He was the third seed at 160. And he's in control here, 6-1, to one, but there's a reversal for Oliver. He's able to get out of there and cut it to 6-3 with 20 seconds to go in the period. Well, these guys better be in shape at this pace. And back over here at the 160 consolation, Robertson of South Loop is able to ride out Felix of Alma for a 3-2 win to take third at 160 pounds. And now we get a big matchup here. We've got Jared Atkinson, number two in the state here at 170 pounds. He's going to uh, 
He's going to, whoa, wrestle Mr. Duffy, Stephen Duffy, ranked number four. That was a fast takedown. That took six seconds, Doug. Stephen Duffy off the whistle, saw something he liked. And remember, Atkinson from O'Neill St. Mary's coming in as the number one seed. Duffy had to wrestle Walker. And Walker, the number one kid in the state, was the number three seed in this district. And he hurt his knee. And now look out. Duffy's got him on his back. Atkinson is an undefeated senior, Larry, at 45-0, and he might get pinned. Yeah, he just got taken down with a slide by and turned with a simple half Nelson. And this is tough, tough wrestling by Duffy. Holy smokes. Well, Atkinson does get out of trouble for now, but it is 5-0 just 45 seconds into the match. Back over here at 160 pounds, it is still Ratkovic of East Butler leading Oliver of Pender 6-3. But Oliver trying to get the reversal here to start the third period and cut it to one. Now an escape over here at 170 for Atkinson. Duffy's up 5-1, a minute to go in the first. Boy, those are two big 170-pounders, aren't they, Doug? Now you're going to get two more for Ratkovic. Going to be 8-3 with a minute left in the second. Back on their feet, the... Definitely slowed down, but it's still 5-1. to one. Atkinson takes kind of a half-hearted shot, completely blocked off by Duffy. Boy, when you get shocked like that, yes. when you get shocked like that, Atkinson getting shocked in the first 10 seconds of the period. And now Duffy in on a single leg again on the edge of the mat. He's going to get another takedown. 7-1, to one, Duffy. He's and how about some near-fall points? Yeah, Holy yeah. moly, Duffy. What a match so far. What a period. He's going to get another five-point move. He's up 10-1 to 1 over the second-ranked wrestler in the state. Yeah, well, part of what you've got, I think, is this situation there where, as you said, Axon just got punched right in the mouth, and that hasn't happened to him yet this year. And Ratkovic breaks Oliver down again. He is going to win this match. He's riding him out with 20 seconds to go in the second period. So we still got another period to go. I shouldn't jump the gun, but uh, 20 seconds to go in the second. Getting himself in trouble again. Those should almost be back points there. Now Duffy's got him on his back again, and it's over. Duffy has just pinned. Now time ran out. Time ran out. Time ran out. They're going to give him the pin. How about a pin for Stephen Duffy coming through the toughest weight bracket? He is the wrestler of the meet. Stephen Duffy, a pin in 159 over Atkinson of O'Neill St. Mary's, who suffers his first loss of the year. Yeah, and it was 10-1 to 1 when the pin happened. I mean, that was emphatic. That was not a fluke, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. That was taking it to the streets right there. I'm Congratulations tell- to Duffy. Yeah, I'm just telling you, that type of performance, that type of focus, that's potential state championship type stuff there especially if the number one kid in the state is now hurt. Yeah, if Walker can't go, look out for Stephen Duffy. And now his brother Daniel is going to get ready to wrestle here in a moment. We go to the third period at 160 pounds. Ratkovic of East Butler leading Oliver of Pender 8-3, to and they elect to go both up to start the third period. Brady Oliver is going to have to find one of those big-time moves. Can he get Ratkovic down into his back? It looks like he's going to get him down. There's a two-point takedown to cut it to 8-5. I think they'll want to cut him. He's going to keep him split here. He's got that leg under leg turked. He's on the edge of the mat, though. Looks like they're going to end up coming off the mat. I think they'll cut him. And that's exactly what Coach Oliver says, is go ahead and cut him. We'll go both up. So it's 9-5. to five. Can he continue to work him? Minute 33 to go in a match. But Ratkovic 
with the early advantage, and he's trying to hold on for the victory. And then we had the forfeit there in the third and fourth place match that we knew we were going to get at 170. Oliver gets another takedown over Rakovic. Now it's 7-9. to nine. A minute 14 left. I think they can cut him. I think they could get two or three more takedowns. I really do. And they will cut him. So now it's 10-7. to seven. Can Oliver get another takedown? We are down to a minute to go in the match. Getting ready for the 195-pound final, which is one versus two. Brandon Rezac of East Butler, number one. Preston Walker of Elm Creek, number two. This will be a good one, Doug. Oliver in taking another shot. This time he is counted off by Ratkovic, trying to continue to wrestle on the edge of the mat. No stall warnings yet. Now Oliver getting himself maybe in a little bit of trouble here. Ratkovic might be able to get the takedown and finish this thing with 30 seconds left. And that's what's going to happen. There's the takedown for Ratkovic. And he's up 12-7 with 25 seconds to go. It was a valiant effort by Oliver, but not enough. Now we've got number one and number two, Doug. Preston Walker, 42-0 in his junior campaign. And Brandon Rezac, 39-4 from East Butler. What a matchup we've got over here. And Rezac actually ranked number one by the Coaches Association. And time is going to come to an end over here at 160 pounds. And your winner is Colton Ratkovic. Came in as the number three seed for East Butler. And he's going to win it 15-7 over Brady Oliver of Pender, the fifth-ranked wrestler at 160 pounds. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. Now let's get back over to 195. A scramble here, a minute Gone in the first period, but they're going to come out of bounds. Yeah, Walker was in deep on a leg there. And uh, Rezac, just very, very heavy hips. You know, we see some good East Butler kids here today, Doug. You and I did their state football championship game, and these boys are put together. You're listening to the D3 District Wrestling Championships on Classic Hits 98.9, KKPR-FM. Our friends all over the listening area, Kearney, Kennesaw, Shelton, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. want to thank again our many fine sponsors, including our Seeds of Success, brought to you by your Impact Day partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer. Science with service, delivering success and now out there is going to be Daniel Duffy of Kennesaw, Lane Hess of Pender. They are the number two and four ranked wrestlers at 182. What is it about the uh, success that these heavyweights, these bigger boys, have to uh, utilize uh, in, in the classes we've seen at 170, 182, 195? Right? Well, one of the big changes when you get up here is you have to be very, very careful in the position you put yourself in because just sheer momentum and force. If you get in trouble, it's hard to get off your back. There's a nice ankle pick by Duffy, and Daniel's going to get the takedown here. 30 seconds into the match with an early 2-0 lead. At 195, a scoreless first period, and Preston Walker will choose down to start the second period against Rezac of East Butler. Yeah, and there was only one real shot in that first period. Preston had one good shot that was met by very, very stern hips uh, with Rezac, and other than that, it was just hand fighting, nobody being able to solve the head-of-hands defense issue. Duffy kind of picking up where his brother left off. Big takedown. Uh, Oh, and he's looking to turn. I don't know why I keep losing this district. I just lost it again on my computer. 
Going to have to deal with it, I guess. So th- there, Walker gets out. So the minute 30 left, it's going to be 1-0 Preston Walker. They're back on their feet. Duffy with a minute left in the uh, first period, excuse me, comes back to a fresh whistle on top, 2-0. to zero. Again, as I said, these Duffy boys have looked good. Their bugaboo at times has been the state meet. They look like they're hitting this thing in stride. Well, you're exactly right. They look pretty good in the conference of the districts, and then something happens at state, a draw or a, or just a one-point loss, something weird like that, and they're eager to get something going here. But there. still an escape now uh, for Lane Hesse-Pender. 30 seconds to go in the period, and Duffy now up 2-1. to one. And in on a shot over here is going to be Rezac. He takes Walker down, but they're going to deem it out of bounds. 49 seconds to go, second period, Walker up 1-0. Yeah, that was Walker took another shot kind of half-heartedly, and then Rezac uh, hit him with a swing single, did a really nice job with it. And then Walker's, you know, he's gotten a lot bigger as he's uh, gotten a little older here, but his hips are crazy. They're real good hips. And he slammed his hips into Rezac, and that ended that attack. Now they're just right back in the center. Now they're in an over-under situation. Preston looking to foot prop there out of that over-under. That's a dangerous situation for a big guy. Oh, that should be a takedown, Preston Walker. Yes, sir. He just wins the scramble there. 16 seconds left. He needs to ride him here. Three is much different than two. A three-point lead would be. Going to that third period where Rezac's going to get his choice. Rezac's going to get out in about four seconds. So there's ten seconds left here. Rezac will get his choice. He'll go down. Duffy takes bottom in his two-to-one match. So we will go to the third period. Rezac, as you said, takes bottom, the number one wrestler, trailing number two, Preston Walker. And as you said as well, Duffy takes bottom in a two-one matchup here. With Hess, the Pender, the two versus number four. They're going to give him one escape. Really close to a reversal. Going to give him one escape. Give for Duffy. So that's going to be three to one now with a minute 30 left in the second period. So very quick escape there for Rezac. So it's three to two. Minute 40 left in the match. Preston Walker leading. And they're right back in here. We'll see. Rezac lost the one big scramble. Uh, that they had, and you you don't want to scramble with Walker a lot. He's pretty good in those positions. Oh, geez, did you see that? Great, great shot. Oh! Big headlock by Preston Walker. You don't want to roll around in those spots with him. And Rezac went down to his knee after a shot, and Walker just baseball through it. He has got him taken down. He has got him turned. He has got some back points. He is trying to pin Rezac in a world of trouble with a minute to go in the match. He'll pin him because he'll choke him out. There it is. Preston Walker with a pin in 3.50. Make it 4.59. Preston Walker, your 195-pound champion over Brandon Rezac. We don't both yell at the same time very often. I was going to say that. It's never happened to us. We both got zipped there, but... Here's the key. Rezac went down to a knee where Walker had an overhook, and you drop to that knee, and Walker just like throwing a 90-mile-an-hour fastball, uh, and he had the overhook on the other side. That's easy money for him. Man, he knew he knew it immediately. Duffy's in trouble here. Duffy's in trouble. He's going to give up a takedown. Eight seconds left in the second period. 
No, I th they wiped everything off. They will be taken down, though, 3-3. Three, three. I don't think... No, he's going to wipe it off, I think. Let's find out. He's going to say no takedown. Not getting much of an argument. What he's saying, though, is actually wrong. He's saying they just kept rolling with it. There is no such thing as reaction time in wrestling. If you're taken down, you're taken down. If you immediately move into something, then from there it just turns into uh, an escape. But So we will go to the third period. Daniel Duffy of Kennesaw leading Lane Hassapender, two versus four, three to one, and Hass will take down here in the third period. And Duffy looks, uh, his face is flushed. He has slowed down dramatically. The pace of this match is maybe caught up to him here. Harlan Hoops Classic, Grand Island Central Catholic 51, Winnebago 36, third quarter on ESPN 1460 and 1550. And Hess has taken the escape, and they walk back to the center. And you're right, Duffy looked over at the clock. He's got a long way to go here. Yeah, he's gassed. Takes a lot of white blood cells to feed them big old muscles. 195-pound third place, Spencer Bloomer of South Loop and Juan Moreno-Pender scoreless. They go to the second period. Moreno-Pender will take bottom to start the second period. And right now, uh, Duffy's in pretty good shape because he's not being pressured at all. Yeah, Lane Hess is waiting to see where his move is. Neither man has been uh, warned for stalling yet. 3-2 to two in favor of Duffy. Steven comes away as the champ at 170. Daniel trying to do it as a district champ at 182. 50 seconds to go. And Coach Oliver saying, let's go. Yeah, he's telling his guy, just take a shot. I mean, Duffy's living on the edge, staring at the clock. Look how slow he'll be getting back to the center here on this restart. Leaning on each other. Sometimes those big wild scrambles take a ton out of you. 40 seconds to go. Can Daniel Duffy hang on? Up, oh, has it on a shot. Duffy able to counter it, though. It was a great shot by Hess, but Duffy's hips are like iron. And now Bloomer of South Loop has turned Moreno here in the consolation match, trying to get him pinned midway through the second period. We get a restart in the finals. 22 seconds left. Hess has to find a point. Duffy trying to finish it out. Duffy backing up. Duffy going to go with a counter takedown and take the lead up to 5-2, to two, 15 seconds to go. Yeah, nice job there. A little slide by off of uh, uh, Hess was really pushing. But Hess right here, this is really close to a reversal. That's a reversal. And it's 5-4, but he's going to run out of time. Duffy's going to hang on and win it. Daniel Duffy of Kennesaw, the number two ranked wrestler at 182 over Lane Hess of Pender, the fourth ranked wrestler by a score of 5-4 to four to claim the 182-pound championship. You're listening to the D3 District Wrestling Tournament here on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. We'll be back with more after this. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and surrounding areas rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed rep. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. Best of luck at state to all the wrestlers and coaches from Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer dealer. The Shelton Locker and Shelton is a very proud sponsor of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck on the mats. Looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people? Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, Go Bulldogs! 
Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dents and door dings, auto glass replacement, unicure spray baking booth that simulates a factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality baked finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden. First Tier Bank is proud to support the area wrestlers. Online banking is one of the many services at First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge. An equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Klingelhofer Well Drilling in Amherst would like to take this time to wish the area wrestlers the best of luck. Klingelhofer is a very proud supporter of high school athletics and academics. Try hard, do your best, and that makes you a winner on and off the mat. Good luck, Amherst wrestlers and coaches from Klingelhofer Well Drilling. Ravenna Sanitation's dependable quality service is perfect for your home or business anywhere in Buffalo County. Find us in the Pleasanton phone book. Good luck to all our area wrestlers from Ravenna Sanitation. Doug Duda and Larry Baker back with you here at Elm Creek. Want to say a big thank you to Athletic Director Corey Spatansky and the crew here at Elm Creek for their hospitality. We will be bringing you the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally tomorrow at 3 o'clock with area coaches and state qualifiers previewing the state meet. 3 o'clock here on Classic Hits. Then we dive into the girls' sub-district basketball tournament on Tuesday. Elm Creek in a monster. They have to play tomorrow night in a bunny bracket game, and they're 16-5. and five. Unbelievable. Uh, they might get their third shot at Pleasanton on Tuesday. Ansley Litchfield is in there, uh, as well as Overton. So uh, that's a tough one. We will be... In Holdridge, Tuesday night, Kearney Catholic girls play Minden at 5. Gibbon and Wood River play at 7. The winners will meet on Thursday. And, of course, complete coverage of the state wrestling tournament Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And wall-to-wall live coverage of the semifinals beginning Friday night when the whistle blows at 5 o'clock. And it looks like Spencer Bloomer of South Loop is going to complete the pin over here in the 195-pound third-place match. And he's able to do that in 3.59 to take third place. And at 182 pounds, Caleb Semph of Axtell is tied with Kyle Woolridge of Shelton. 6-6 with a minute to go in the second period. And now Semph has Woolridge on his back. And he's got him locked up pretty good on the edge of the mat here, Larry. Really tight with 50 seconds left. There's the pin, Doug. So Semph of Axtell picking up the pin. In two minutes and 14 seconds to take a third-place medal home for Axtell. And, of course, the 220 and 285 final still coming up. And A.J. Skaggs of Axtell will be wrestling in that heavyweight final. So we've got four matches to go. The consolation and championships at 220 and at 285. And, boy, they're getting after it right away over here. In the championship match at 220, Jesse Thompson of Pender and Cole Rosencrans of O'Neill St. Mary's this is our only final here this afternoon that does not have a rated wrestler. Yeah, Jesse Thompson from Penders, 29-5, and five, and Rosencrantz, 36-10. and 10, So both solid wrestlers. And they did. They got after it right away. No score. The 220-pound third-place match will be Marshall Still of South Loop taking on Alex Slagle of Shelton. When we are done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show will run down some final results, some thoughts from the other districts. And then uh, coming up at 545, we go back to Grand Island for the Heartland Hoops Classic, uh, which uh, we've got some good games coming up. Aurora taking on Omaha Scott, the one and two teams in Class B, go at 545. Then the featured game, undefeated, the second-ranked team of the nation, Oak Hill Academy out of Virginia, against the fifth or seventh-ranked team from uh, Sunrise Christian Academy, depending on what poll you look at from Wichita. That's at 730 in the final game tonight. 
Platteview and Crete at 9.15 here on Classic Hits. want to thank Randy Bushcutter, Scott Posey, Chuck Friesick, and the gang. Right now the Central Catholic Winnebago game is in the fourth quarter on ESPN. 1460 and 1550. My kids tell me for the for like the Oak Hill game, those games, you've got to get there and just watch the warm-ups. Yeah. Because they say the That's refs stay inside. The and yeah. They say, yeah, they just kill it. You can have all the fun you want, do all the dunking, yeah. do all the deep shooting, do some fun out there, no doubt about it. Well, both of our 220-pound matches are still scoreless in the consolation. Scoreless, and they choose both up between still of South Loop and Slagle of Shelton. And in the championship match, it looks like we're going to have a scoreless first period as the final 10 seconds roll off here between Thompson of Pender and Rosencrans of O'Neill St. Mary's. Yeah, and still, he's in deep on a shot, but see, that's where it gets tough. Then Slagle's able to just get heavy, and that sucks all the gas out of your arms when you're stuck down there fighting on a leg. But still from South Loop, he's got a chance to finish this, Doug. I think he will. I think he'll finish it. There's a minute 20 left. All he's got to do is get his arm out there. That's two. Right there. His, both of his arms are around his cheeks, yes. And there's the takedown. So still up 2 to nothing Now Slagle on the edge of the mat trying to find a way to get reset over here in the championship. Taking a bottom will be Rosencrantz of St. Mary's against... Thompson of Pender in a scoreless match to start the second period. Yeah, they started fast, Doug, did Rosencrans and Thompson, and then there's been nothing that's happened in that match since. No shots, no nothing. Rosencrans from uh, O'Neill St. Mary's is going to get an escape. So now he'll lead 1-0. to zero. Now they're butting each other in the head. Terrible. <laughs> well, better stop this. This will get out of hand. Again, two northeastern Nebraska schools getting after it here and Thompson excuse me uh, yeah Thompson 30 and 5 and Rosencrantz 37 and 10 over here in the consolation match they got a restart now Slagle's trying to find a way to get a reversal here on still of South Loop who's up 2 to nothing with 15 seconds to go in the second period at least trying to get one for the escape oh just under those big old heavy hips can't get the head out now there's an escape Oop, nope. If it's an escape, he just got thrown to his back, and they're going to call him out of bounds. That is a terrible call. I don't understand. Yeah, it looked like the top wrestler still had both toes in. Yeah, both. I mean, clearly. both toes, both. I mean, from hips down. So they'll get a restart here, and it looks like it'll stay two to nothing still as they get ready to go to the third period over Slagle of Shelton. And it looks like it's going to be up to Jesse Thompson of Pender to get out to start the third period because the only points we've had, Rosencrantz of O'Neill St. Mary's gets the escape here in the second period, and it'll be one nothing going to the third period of the 220-pound championship here in the D3 district at Elm Creek on KKPR-FM, Kearney Hastings, Grand Island. Yeah, and Coach Oliver's telling Jesse Thompson, you're going down. Oh, this is getting interesting again with Still and Slagle. Again, they decide to go both up, so they started all three periods. Well, excuse me, no. an escape. Yeah, my bad. It was a taking down there for Slagle. Slagle, and he does get the escape. So now it's 2-1 to one still with a minute 35 to go in the match for third place at 220. Coming up, A.J. Skaggs of Axtell and Talon Reiser of O'Neill St. Mary's in the heavyweight final. Oh, just one of these guys needs to duck, duck under the other. They're just pushing in and shooting directly on hips. It's tough to take the guy down when that's the case. Thompson over here does get his escape for Pender. 1-1 in the 220 final. A minute 30 to go. Still gets a takedown. 
uh, over Slagle. Now it's four to one, minute ten left. And you get a fresh whistle back in the center of the mat. Will there be a takedown at the 220-pound final? They are leaning on each other. Both want to go high. Working upper body here. Yeah, that thing started fast the first 10 seconds. It looked like they were going to roll, and now nobody's interested. Get warning, a stall warning. A stall warning on Thompson of Pender. Kind of working the edge of the mat and just backing up, backing up. Now there's the shot, and they're going to say out of bounds. Rosencrantz took the shot. That's what Thompson was waiting for was the counter, and they call him out. Restart, 53 seconds to go. Now we're getting big back points down here for Still. He's got Slagle on his back. Slagle's 30 and 11. And he's about to get pinned, and he is right there with 32 seconds remaining. 428 still of South Loop takes third place at 220 pounds over Slagle of Shelton. Brasowski of Fullerton and Salmon of Harvard will be in the third place match at heavyweight. Three matches to go, and it looks like unless somebody falls down here, we're going to head to overtime at 220. Still 1-1 with 20 seconds to go. Yeah, there just has been nothing go on in this thing. Uh-oh. Maybe now Rosencrantz trying to get a headlock. Now he goes down to a single. He should finish this. And he's going to get him out of bounds. They say no takedown. Two seconds, one second, overtime in the 220-pound final between Thompson of Pender and Rosencrantz of St. Mary's. Good matchup here. Somebody's just got to do something. Oh, boy. Somebody's (laughs) going to go for a ride, Doug. Heavyweight third-place match, and that man that's going for a ride is Salmons of Harvard as Prasovsky of Fullerton is able to throw him and pin him in just 25 seconds in the third-place match for the big boys. Yeah, it was over under. He lateral dropped him. Heavyweight coming up. We are still in overtime at 220. Still a lot of hand fighting. Larry, what is both trying to do? I mean, everything's upper body. Both trying to get an underhook. No uh, real shots. Yeah, neither guy is, is concerned right now with uh, attempting a shot. I mean, that's literally all the chicken fighting you're seeing up top. Nobody's really trying to gain position. There's just nothing happening. 1-1. One, one. 20 seconds to go. I guess it's just who gets impatient first, huh? Well, it's a matter of run snap downs. Like, this is a good attack here. This is a good attack. Rosencrantz of St. Mary's close to getting a takedown here over Thompson of Pender. 10 seconds to go in overtime. He's got him bear hugged. He's got to take it right there. That's due. His hands are down. Both hands were down on the mat. And it's going to go into sudden victory. Or overtime, however you want to say it. I don't know why that's not two. He was completely behind him. Both of his feet are on the mat, and both of his hands are on the mat. And Rosencrantz, distraught. He is very upset. Now we go two 30-second periods. In the first 30-second, it'll be Thompson of Pender choosing bottom. And again, you wrestle it all out, even even if you score here. Yeah, absolutely. And this boils down to who's got some gas left in the tank. There hasn't been a ton of wrestling in this thing, so I don't know. Can he get an escape? That's the key, and it looks like he will. There's the escape for Thompson. Two to one. But then we'll go to the other 30-second period and see if 
Rosencrantz can do the same. Yeah, and Rosencrantz's face is grimacing. He's upset he didn't wasn't able to finish that thing in overtime. So we'll see now if he can get out. So Rosencrantz takes bottom. And if he does, if he just gets one, then we go to the ultimate tiebreaker, which we have not seen yet today. Nope. Sometimes you see that a lot, especially when you get to the big boys. Off the whistle. That was really close to being locked hands. Oh, that was close. Yeah. Rosencrantz needs an escape. Thompson, if he rides him out for 30, is your district champ. Trying to get his base. Pender just locking that leg in. And he comes to his feet, but off the mat they come with 11 seconds. They will give him the escape, though. Yeah, that's the right call there. He was completely to his feet. I know they didn't break, but... 10 seconds to go. So now it's going to be a coin flip. And Rosencrantz continues to pressure. Remember, we have had that stall call. But we are going to the ultimate tiebreaker in the 220-pound district final here between Jesse Thompson of Pender and Cole Rosencrantz of O'Neill St. Mary's. And Rosencrantz has really been the one that uh, did all the work here. And Rosencrantz will get choice because he scored first. He got the escape in the second period. That's exactly right. We'll see here. You got to go down. Yeah, because he was he hasn't been able to. He had a tougher time getting out, but he will take down. So here we go. Thirty seconds. Thompson's got to ride him out. Rosencrantz has to score for the district championship. Yeah, and it's simply a matter right now. Hang on, you don't have any time on the clock, bud. Yeah, these guys are getting a little extra breathing time. Now we're ready to go. I think that played into Rosencrantz's hand. He looked uh, the more flushed of the two there as they waited. Here we go, ultimate tiebreaker. The whistle sounds. And you don't have to, you shouldn't have to worry about any type of stalling or anything here. His job isn't to turn him. His job is to ride him. He comes to his feet. Trying to strip that hand. 15 seconds. Thompson trying to push him off the mat. And he does a restart with 11 seconds. I don't think he gets out now. Boy, he worked hard. Let's see what he can do here. He's really got to explode. There's the restart whistle. Rosencrantz crabbing out. Comes to his base. Running to the side. Got out! One second. He got out with one second. Woohoo! Cole Rosencrantz. Three to two. Ultimate tiebreaker. Is able to get out with one second over Jesse Thompson of Pender and win the 220 pound title. My, oh my. And we've got one match to go at heavyweight. Second ranked AJ Skanks of Axtell. Taylor Riser of O'Neill, St. Mary's. A final from the Hoop Classic. Central Catholic holds on to beat Winnebago 67-61. to And again, we'll head over to Grand Island uh, following our wrestling coverage. So stay with us. Nebraska men beat Rutgers this afternoon, 67-55, to after all that they had going on behind them there for a while. So 67-55, the final score there, Husker men. Hey, Husker men's basketball is legit. Well, it's good to see the off-court news in Lincoln did not necessarily affect them today. Let's go to our final match here. Skaggs, the heavy favorite, 
Will he be able to take care of business? I mean, Riser hasn't wrestled much this year. He's only 7-3, and three, and Skaggs takes him down 20 seconds into the final. Yeah, Skaggs got the big shoulder brace on. We know that's been the bugaboo this year. Well, 21-1, and one, had the broken leg that made him miss all the football season. Yep. And he's going to work here. Going to have to find a way to beat the Burwell wrestler next week. Hopefully that's another parade of champions for him. He gets Riser turned. 45 seconds into the match. Skaggs about ready to finish things off here for the D3 district. And he does in 49 seconds. A.J. Skaggs, the senior, is headed back to the state tournament as a district champion. Yeah, that's good for him. You can see he was really excited there. You know, when things haven't quite gone your way through a year for things out of your control. Especially when you're a senior. Yes. Good for him. And I'm with you. I'm hoping Thomas Hughes is on the other side of that bracket next week and not on the same side. Yeah, you never know. That's the blind draw. And we'll, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, we'll see how that uh, all plays out. And again, it'll be up tonight. Of course, it's a lot quicker now with the uh, track wrestling and all the Internet than it used to be with pencil and paper and calling people and see what happens. But the NSAA website will have that up at nsaahome.org later tonight when all the district results are in. We will be back to wrap up our coverage of high school wrestling from the D3 meet at Elm Creek on the New West Post Game Show right after this. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Heartland County Health System and Heartland Family Medicine in Alba would like to take this time to wish all the state wrestlers the very best of luck. Congratulations on all the hard work it took you to get there. Heartland County Health Systems and Heartland Family Medicine in Alba, your county, your health care, close to home. Town and Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town and Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. Don't let a leaky roof put a damper on your life. Doberstein Roofing will make sure your home or business is properly covered and protected. With experience since 1949, they know how to get the job done right. Covering your residential and business roofs. Doberstein Roofing is the only name you need to know. Doberstein Roofing, where quality isn't expensive, it's priceless. Give them a call today, 308-234-3252. That's 308-234-3252. Welcome back to Elm Creek. Again, a big thank you to Athletic Director Corey Spatansky and the crew here. It was a long weekend of wrestling uh, because of the snow last night. Now we're getting more uh, as we speak here. Uh, they started a little bit later today, so we uh, finish a little bit later, and we are glad you have stuck with us. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We'll run down all the final results here for you, but uh, obviously we've done this district for over a decade, Larry, and as we said, without Amherst here, it was just a different feel here today. Yeah, it was a different feel. The nice thing was, was we had a lot of area wrestlers really wrestle well here today. Uh, a lot of exciting matches and a uh, very, very good tournament. Super excited uh, to get home tonight and 
you sit there and just hit refresh, refresh, refresh. Uh, can't wait to start digging through uh, all the brackets uh, tonight. That's always it's literally one of the funnest nights of the year. You're not going to call me too early in the morning, are you? Well, we'll see. It depends if you hit the road. That's right. <laughs> depends if breakfast is any good. That's right. Well, let's take a look at the final results here. In the D3 district meet, in case you missed any of it, at 106, Consolation, Thomas Clemsrud of North Central, Pins, Riley Hadwiger of Pleasanton in 245, Caden Mersney of Pender ranked second, defeats fifth-ranked Jesse Saucida of Shelton in sudden victory, 3-1. to one. At 113 pounds, Consolation, Sam Turney of Shelton, a 13-5 win over Kent Ray of Elwood in the championship Kobe Smith of Elm Creek improves to 43 and 1 as a freshman by pinning Dalton Donegan of South Loop in 149. At 120 pounds, third place to Zach Palmer of North Central, a 10-8 sudden victory win over Dustin Klingsport of Axtell in the finals. Tayton Eggleston of South Loop, a 2-1 decision over Shea Wood of Central Valley. At 126. Connor Sondrup of Fullerton takes third, 11-1 over Brian Herrick of Eustace Farnham, and we had quite a match in the finals. Tyler Pulaski remains undefeated of Pleasanton, a 10-5 win over Joshua Ibaugh of Central Valley, but that was 5-5 with 30 seconds to go. Yeah, and I mean, Ibaugh wrestled him tough, tough, tough. To be able to beat Pulaski, somebody's got to be able to take him down, and Doug, he is just so athletic that it's tough to get to his legs. Central Valley is going to be a team that's not taking a lot down there, but they're going to score points next quality. week in Omaha. A lot of quality. 132 pounds, third place Jared Shaw of North Central, pinning Riley Rittner of Wilcox Hildreth in 146 in the finals. Enrique Martinez of Central Valley, a 16-0 tech fall over Michael Couts of Shelton. At 138 pounds, third place, Trigger Picorni of Central Valley. Pins, Raul Klaus of Elwood in 213. In the finals, Seth Simons of Stapleton, a 6-5 win over third-ranked Riley Spots of East Butler. That was really our first true upset of the day. At 145, third place, Dalen Russell of Alma was actually on his back. Had there been about two seconds left in the first period, he probably would have lost by pin. But then he comes out and puts Tucker Sherbarth of Harvard on his back and wins by pin in 128. And in the championship, Dalton Bohawk of East Butler, a 15-0 tech fall over James Poland of North Central. At 152, third place, Luke McEwen of Elm Creek pins Leroy Garcia of Shelton in 249. In the championship, the freshman, Connor Schutz of Elwood, wins by pin in 50 seconds over Trace Ebert of North Central. At 160 pounds, third place, Gavin Robertson of South Loop, a 3-2 decision over Joseph Felix of Alma. In the championship, Colton Ratkovic of East Butler, a 15-7 win over Brady Oliver of Pender uh, in a knocking off the fifth-ranked wrestler in the class. Then the Duffy boys come in at 170 pounds, third place, Tyson McCurdy of Alma by medical forfeit over Devin Walker of Elm Creek. There's some stories, but that may be the biggest because will Devin be healthy enough to try and make it three consecutive state championships starting on Thursday? Well, and not only, Doug, is that a big story in and of him, but the way that Duffy looked then, I mean, Duffy stuck himself dead in, fr- in, in in front in this race coming down next week. So no question there is big story there. And then in the final, Stephen Duffy of Kennesaw pinned previously undefeated Jared Atkinson of O'Neill St. Mary's in a minute 59. At 182, third place, Caleb Semp of Axtell pins Kyle Woolridge of Shelton in 215. In the finals, Daniel Duffy of Kennesaw improves to 34-1. The second-ranked wrestler beats number four Lane Hess of Pender by a score of 5-4. to four. Hess ranked fourth. 
195, third place, Spencer Bloomer of South Loop, pins Juan Moreno of Pender in 359, and in the championship, Preston Walker of Elm Creek is able to pin Brandon Rezac of East Butler in the one-versus-two matchup in five minutes, getting it done in the last second there. 220, third place, Marshall Still of South Loop, pins Alex Slagle of Shelton in 428, and in the championship, Cole Rosencrans of O'Neill St. Mary's wins the ultimate tiebreaker over Jesse Thompson of Pender, 3-2, and finally at heavyweight, third place, Cole Prasoski of Fullerton pins Alex Sammons of Harvard in 26 seconds, and in the finals, A.J. Skaggs of Axtell pins Talon Riser of O'Neill St. Mary's in 50 seconds. Great day. We will come back and wrap it up with the team scores after this. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. DeMillico is your one stop for your screen printing, embroidery, and promotional needs. Family reunions, construction companies, and softball teams all look better after a trip to DeMillico and Kearney. Good luck, wrestlers, from DeMillico Sports Fashions, just south of the 2nd Avenue overpass in Kearney. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers in state from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best price for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space, see kappagrains.com. Now a look at the team scores from the 21-team district here in the D3. SEM. Seven points. 20th, Anselmo Myrna with 10. Eustace Farnham had 14. Wilcox held with 17. Stapleton, 24. Brady, 26.5. Harvard was 15th with 28. Pleasanton, 36.5. Alma, 51. Fullerton, 54. Kennesaw with 59.5. A tie for ninth between Elwood and O'Neill St. Mary's with 61. Axtell was 8th with 68. Then we bump up to Central Valley, 82.5. They were 7th. Sixth, North Central with 83.5. Your top five, Shelton, fifth with 90. South Loop with 91. Fourth with 92.5. East Butler was third. And then Elm Creek comes away in second place with 99 points as the district runner-up. And Pender finishes with 102.5. Wasn't rated coming in as a team, and uh, they win the district. Yeah, you you look at that, it's that close. If Walker finishes the tournament out, Elm Creek wins. Yeah, if he gets one more win. But he's he's hurt. There's no doubt about no it. No question. We hope everybody's ready to go. Uh, all 14 times four uh, can get their uh, wrestlers, uh, 56 of them from each district, down to the state meet. Larry, last thought here from today. Now it's another great district tournament. We're on the eve of the state tournament, which is such an awesome, awesome event every year, and can't wait to get after it. 
Again, classes B and C begin Thursday morning at 9.30. Classes D and A will not begin wrestling until Thursday afternoon at 4 o'clock. You have the opening round and the quarterfinals on day one. Consolation wrestlebacks all day Friday with the semifinals on Friday night and medal rounds on Saturday. Again, coming up next, we will be back over at Grand Island for the Heartland Hoops Classic with game number six of the day. So far today, it was Utah over South Loop, 57-48. St. Cecilia over O'Neill, 65-51. York beat Omaha South, 61-41. Ponca beat Gretna, 34-33. Grand Island Central Catholic over Winnebago, 67-61. The number one and two teams in Class B, Aurora and Omaha Scott, will tip it off at 545. A top ten national matchup at 730. Sunrise Christian Academy out of Wichita against Oak Hill Academy of Virginia. And the final game at 9-15, Platteview versus Crete. Larry, I'll see you in Omaha. Can't wait. Again, Kearney High wins their district. Grand Island the runner-up in A-1. Hastings edges Grand Island Northwest to win the B-2 district. For our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns and Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. Schedule your appointment today. This is Doug Duda saying thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. The Classic Hits Wrestling Rally at 3. The proceeding has been a KKPR sports production brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com. Five points bank.